Yo, yo, microphone check one, two. This is the Puff Puff Pass podcast. I'm Dan Ganja. Scoop Dizzle. Scoop Dizzle. Episode eight, we on our Kobe shit. I think uh, this is going to be a great episode, man. I'm very excited for the guests we have here. going to be knowledgeable, man. I'm telling you. It's going to be dope, man. I'm a really good guest here. I'm excited. Um, Let's introduce him. Stephen J, introduce yourself, man. Please let the people know you are here today, tonight. Well, honestly, fuck the guests on the Puff Puff Pass podcast. No, I'm just kidding. What's up, everyone? This is Stephen J. Um, Yeah, I'm super blessed to be here. Super happy. I do a bunch of shit, but more than likely, I'm just excited to smoke some weed. Stephen J, we smoking mad Kush today. Tonight, we smoking hella Kush for sure. I didn't even ask what this what's in this. It's it's OG. Definitely it's Kush. It's something. It's something OG for sure. I know that for sure. Um. Really quick, wanted to, uh, like always, give a shout out to our sponsor, Intervision Apparel. Um, they got a BOGO sale going on now for the holiday. All you lovers out there, Valentine's is this weekend. Um, their BOGO sale is going on. It's going uh, to be good until February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Um, buy one item. You get the second item 50% off. The discount automatically applies when you, when you check out. So just visit their website. If you'd like some merchandise, cop it. Um, and yeah, take advantage of the deal, BOGO. And again, it's Intervision Apparel. Dot shop that's nrvs apparel dot shop shout out to sp everybody over there intervision much love um does that still work with our promo code or not that's gonna come back next week okay yeah this is we're we're focusing just on the bogo deal this week for the holiday so uh, make sure y'all take advantage of that um scooby how was your week bro what, what's what's good with you not too bad man um just doing a lot of little research for today like i said it's gonna be a knowledgeable episode um Outside of that, just work, you know, getting things done. Um, watch that Super Bowl. It was, yeah. What'd you think about it? It was a game. Okay. That's, that's yeah. All right, we'll get into that. I feel like, I feel like all right, we're going to get into that, that later. I feel like you want to talk more about that. We'll get into that, though. Um, shit, busy week for me, too, man. Uh, you know, staying busy here. I was at the studio quite a bit. Uh, we had a studio session tonight, actually, before the podcast. Arson stopped by, um, took care of some mixing, uh, just engineer work for uh, Rito. Some of his new shit he's putting out. Um, and yeah, man. Just got done actually wrapping up, uh, shooting a video for um, Art for Me Insanity's a single jump in. Jason shot that, our boy Jason. Hey, shout out Jason. Hey, that motherfucker's Jason working, Lou, bro. Man. Got mad love for Jason. That's, man, that's family right there. M- much love. Him. Yeah, that's he's he's definitely you know on his yeah, shit. Jason, man. <laughs> hey, Round of applause, hey. bro. You get the first official applause on motherfucking past podcast. Yeah, man, we appreciate you, bro. Um, but yeah, man, busy as fuck, like always, man. Like Steven, you know, busy, busy, busy man, man. Steven, what's up with you, bro? Um, again, welcome to the show, man. I yeah. know, I know you're, I know you're a busy man. You're, you're involved in a lot. I ain't shit, bro. Man, <laughs> bro, nah, I'm hyping you up, bro. Like that was father, from his mouth cannabis too. professional, um, director over at the LBCA, founder of Remedium. I want to actually talk to you about that later sure. to kind of get more of a feel of what that is. Oh. Um. And yeah, man, um, founder of also um, All That's Music, I mean, I'm sorry, All That's, oh, that's Filthy, filthy. Music, music Group. Um, mm-hmm. You know, definitely want to get more into that, the artists that you work with. Um, so yeah, man, like, how, how, how was your week? You know, I know, like I said, I know you're involved in a lot, so. Damn, my, my week's, uh, Just it's always the busy. over there, Dan. <laughs> I'll post it a podcast. No, pass that shit, man. Co-host. Puff, puff, pass. Right. No, but uh, I've been busy, man. Uh, on regular work week, I'm filming. Um, this past week, I spoke at City Council. Also had, I'm, I'm one of the instructors at LBCC for the cannabis curriculum course. So we got class every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, and you know, I do, uh, for LBCA, I do a bunch of media teams. So every Monday, Friday, I got my media team. We're 
working on Behind the Leaf. That show drops on YouTube. We we tube all that. Nice. Um, and then it also gets put out on Spectrum Cable and Frontier Cable. Mm. So we got a partnership with PadNet that does that. It's public access TV, but hey, we're trying to just get con- cannabis content, educated cannabis content, to the everyday consumers. Those are like the people 40 and up who watch public access TV. Man. So it's like interesting. they need that info about cannabis. Right. Bro, definitely. Um, Man. Probably, then yeah. we got some music stuff. You know, Pretty Papes Drops is one of my artists. Um, you know, I submitted damn near like probably 20 tracks to drop in in February. So uh, we're working, but, you know, I'm blessed. I got a busy day tomorrow. We got Pretty Papes release party. Um, film yes. Saturday, we got a Zoom party. And then we got Valentine's Day. My wife's in the studio. Shout out, baby. Shout out, Linda. That's the round of applause right there. Linda. Hey. Hell yeah. Hey, man. Again, thank you for, for like, you know, taking the time, mm-hmm. being on the show. No we appreciate you, man. Like, definitely, we we appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much. I want, definitely want to get into more of, like, um, the brands that you're in, like, the, or, like the companies you're involved with, like the LBCA. So, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me talk yeah. about the LBCA. So, um, I'm the community outreach director and the media director for the LBCA. Um, the LBCA is a 501c4 nonprofit trade association that represents all of the licensed and legal cannabis operators in the city. We act as one voice when it comes to communicating with city officials or politicians about legislation, policy, um, really just being that unified voice hmm. to policymakers. Um, at the end of the day, when there's cannabis, there's going to be policy. There's going to be cannabis policy. So right. you really have to make sure that that uh, relationship is good and that lane of communication is open. Um, so we do that. But we've also, um, we have our Compassionate Cannabis Program, which gives free, ta- well, tax-free cannabis to medical patients who have oh, wow. their MMIC card. And that's rolled out in um, in Long Beach. And we pretty much wrote, well, Pam, who's our administ- our Director of Education and Administration. Yeah, shout out to Pam. Yeah, shout I, out to I, Pam. I did some research and yeah. Bro, she, yeah. she wrote the entire thing. Pam is Man. damn near two-thirds of the LBCA. <laughs> no, nah, she, is, she is a boss. Um, and so we also have the LBCC Cannabis Curriculum course that goes through the, uh, the LBCA. We have uh, food giveaways on the 20th of February. We got a food giveaway with Wonder Brett, which is a cultivator in the city. You might see their weed and like different legal yeah, brands all yeah city. they are pretty big bro they're pretty, big yeah. yeah they did a collab with um bj the chicago kid um i heard russ was at their facility the other oh, day shit. so now they're doing they're doing really great things and they they show up for the community yeah. again we're feeding 100 families sure. um the lbca and our members also give away food we partnered with the grocery store outlet on 7th street in long beach and we feed as many families like there's families who are low income one mm-hmm. they have like four little kids and then the parents have COVID, so they're like quarantined. So we we it's literally only eighty dollars to feed a family at grocery outlet, and you give them like three of everything: hmm. three meats, three veggies, three breads, three pancakes, three everything. And like they're good, they're good for like a solid two weeks. And yeah. like it's different when you really get to help people, and like the people like at the end of the day, cannabis is all about compassion. Hmm. And so we're literally just it's who we are. Right. So, it's a magical plant, bro. It's a powerful yeah, it plant. Is. You know what I'm saying? And I want to get more into that too later. But, bro, shout out to you, man, because you do definitely do a lot for the community and something that I really look up to. Like, yeah, round of applause. <laughs> I definitely give you like a lot of praise for that, bro, because that's something that I wish I could get more involved in. Like, I think I really want to tap yeah. into that this year. You know, Dan Ganja, I feel like, yeah, I smoke, I smoke weed. And, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, I obviously have like my own reasons for it. But, like, there are so many positive, like, 
benefits for it. And yeah. it's like, you know, like. Bro, I agree. You know what? The LBCA has been around for 10 years. Um, they are the Yeah, they are the reason that cannabis is legal in Long Beach. Without them, it wouldn't even be here. So in 2010, cannabis was legal. The LBCA formed. And then in 2012, the city of Long Beach said, nah, you're going to take it away. Hmm. There was actually a lawsuit, PAC versus Long Beach, that went all the way up to California Supreme Court. They came back down and said, you cannot do cannabis in Long Beach because it's federally illegal. Because hmm. right now, it's still a federally scheduled one drug. Right. Literally, it's looked at like heroin. Anything right. that someone believes about heroin, you interchange that with marijuana and people believe it. It's crazy. That's how bad it is. Um, so a Schedule 1, for anyone who doesn't know, Schedule 1 drug means that there is no medicinal benefits at all. And that is the the government has deemed it, um, yeah, that it's it's Schedule 1. It's one of the most dangerous. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's up there with heroin. And so pretty That's much, crazy. you want to know what's lower than that is like cocaine and LSD. That's a Schedule 2. Where does alcohol fall in Alcohols, there's nothing. There, we, alcohol went through prohibition. Crazy, it's completely, right? and that's it's crazy. completely legal. So okay. pretty much cannabis is going through a prohibition right now. <coughs> Still, it's been going through a prohibition. Right. Yeah. A whole process of making it illegal and then legal. And like, you know, uh, I like to call it traditional market. I don't like to call it a black market. Because hmm. um, essentially before legalization, that's what it was. It was traditional. Okay. Um, and then also when you, when you avoid saying black market or you say illicit market, that takes away that derogative term on, you know, the black community. Hmm. They were... Blacks and Mexicans were targeted mm-hmm. through cannabis, through the war on drugs, even the word marijuana. It stems from a Spanish word. Yep. And it stems from actually, if you the act of marijuana is like, hey, let's go have a drink, let's go socialize, let's go kick it, let's go chop shop. Mm. That's like, hey, let's marijuana. Mm. That's crazy. I don't yeah, even know that. So it's, there's a lot of shit. And then, you know, you being in music, like, this is where I kind of like really dug in deep too, is like, they use the jazz culture to encourage stigma and to encourage how bad cannabis was. So Man. here's a little, it's a, it's a little cool fact that I like to th- throw out, but like in jazz music, you know, when you smoke, sometimes mm-hmm. you can hear different instruments that like you hear the different layers clear or it slows down or it speeds up. Mm-hmm. And so back in the day, they're like, Oh, these people jive, they're dancing, they're speeding ah. up. It's too fast. It's, and then it's like, Oh, now it's too slow. And it's like anything besides normal or besides what you perceive as normal was bad. And again, Cannabis is a um, psychoactive uh, substance. Yeah. So, yeah. And all psychoactive means is that there's a change uh, of state in your mind. Essentially, like magnesium is mm. psychoactive too. Mm. You ever had magnesium and it kind of just calms you down? It's like it's just a, a, a sensation of relief. That's all that um, inflammation going away. I've never had that. What yeah, is no, that exactly? Magne- it's just over counter vitamin, bro. But it's how it interacts oh, with your body. Oh, I'm tripping. Is it? <laughs> I'm high. Let me tell you, I'm That's, high, boy. Yeah, no, you definitely got me. <laughs> and so it's like it does um, that same thing. Yeah, bro. And again, that like just sounds a, like some shit from a comic book. I might have to take some, I might have to take some motherfucking magnesium, dog. I'm yeah. trying to. Oh my god. What hey, the hell fuck, yeah. Mandy? Anyways, we'll get into some more of that shit later. Uh, hey, shout out to you, Steven, for real, bro. Already you, bro. a lot of knowledge within just this Jeez, first just the intro. Yeah, you know nah. what I'm saying? Hey, yo, Obi One Fool, what's up with you, bro? How how was your week, man? Good. Man behind the boards. The man, Batman, in the Batcave. Ain't no boards, man. We got a box. <laughs> yeah, we got a box. That was good, bro. Had a good week. Uh, today was kind of actually kind of busy at work, but, you know, looking forward to another week. Gonna take a little break. You guys wrapped up a music video this week, right? Yeah. Done the video for Jay. Who shot it? Batman, bro. Oh, I'm trying to get it. Find out, find out, man. Nah, shout out to uh, Mighty Muds and Mobius. Mm. Hey. Hey. Give me a clutch, man. It looks nice. 
I'm excited, man. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for Mad Max. I'm excited for Sanity. I'm excited to see it, man. Shout out. Shout out to all of them. Look forward to it. It'll come in pretty soon, then. Pretty soon. All right, for sure. Um, let's get into this, man. Let's get into this. I definitely want to chop it up more with Steven. Um, Bro, I'm an open book. What you want to know? I let's can go. talk about a lot of stuff. Cannabis. I could talk some stuff. Music. Oh, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm just vibing. I'm trying to get high, man. I know. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, sure. hey, we, <laughs> we, we got headlines that are <laughs> interesting as hell. How you want to start um, off, Scooby? Sports. Let's start sports. You want to jump into sports already? Yeah, man. The Super Bowl. What do you guys think of the Super Bowl? Halftime, at, at least. If I'm going to keep it 100. Keep it 100, please. <laughs> I knew that Tom Brady was going to win. Thank you. So what I did is I took my daughter and my wife mm. to the snow. <laughs> and we went man. to the snow on Super Bowl. We had a great time. We Hell took the yeah. puppy to the snow for the first time. Hey, but man. I literally told her on the way. She was like, what do you think about the game? I was like, Tom Brady has been there six times. He's won at least six times. Won it six times. Mm-hmm. As a he will go down as the greatest fucking quarterback to ever touch the, pink, the pigskin. And he did it with two teams. And this is his first year at Tampa Bay? Yeah, it is. Bro. Bro, go. Dog. <laughs> like, he, he's, he could retire in forever. I mean, yeah, How you feel? Uh, I... I just don't like the fact that you know he cheated to get some of these rings, or, or at least one of these. All right, he did serve. You know, what I'm saying his little four game suspension for it. Why serve it if he didn't do it? That's all I'm saying. The end of the Outside day. Outside of that, yo, I guess you can say he's the greatest. But when you have to cheat to get one, it's like Barry Bonds taking steroids. He's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? But nah, he got six. That's cool. <laughs> hey, if anything, okay. Bill I'm not Russell saying has eleven NBA championships, and yet Jordan's a goat. Ah. Let's think about that. Hey, I don't know. Fuck a championship. It's just your personality, your persona. <laughs> a cheater doesn't get you nothing. No, that's it. All right. So you obviously weren't happy that time nah. won. <clears throat> Hell no. You know why? Because there were some calls that were blown that didn't even need to be called. But whatever. I didn't even watch. The I'm game not getting in that. I did win some money. Not <laughs> a whole lot money. of money, but I won that's some what money. It sounds like. Oh no. So was, you believe? You believe? It was love hate. It was like. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, but you're still a bitch. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Bro. <laughs> All right, Scooby. Outside of that, the, the halftime show was um, it was interesting. The weekend. It was Honestly, just, didn't, like, I, I didn't I, understand it. but I didn't I mean, catch it. I didn't catch the halftime, the halftime performance. Be, be happy you didn't. It was, <laughs> it was entertaining, but some of it just like lost me. I was just, what's going on here? I like The weekend. You Are you a fan of The weekend at all, Steven? I like his music. I, I just didn't yeah. think. Yeah. Bro, Abel's cool. <laughs> Um, I'm not gonna say that I'm like the biggest fan of yeah, him, yeah, but right. I'm never gonna like take someone's credit away. Hmm. I did like, you know, I first started listening to the weekend during like my Tumblr days. Hmm. I'm like, that's when he blew up at the house, the balloon. Yeah, that was the first project yeah. I heard too. That shit was crazy. But I mean, also kind of just fucked the weekend because of his relationship with Selena Gomez. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> too. All right, true that. All right, there we go. So yeah, fuck the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> What's up with you and um? You want to talk about your little fantasy basketball? What's going on with that? I, I feel like you've been quiet about week, that dude. lately. Hey, um, you're I'm, usually pretty talkative with that. But I'm playing been... our good friend Lenny this week. Okay, so. oh Lenny, he's playing yeah. Lenny. You're gonna so next time he's in the studio, talk to him about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a better week. I'm definitely gonna win this one. Moving you on. You feeling up. confident? Out of last place, I'm I'm coming up now. Okay. Sheesh. Wishing you luck. Everyone's healthy. Everything's hey, Lakers looking are do- good. Hey, Lakers are doing good too, right? Lakers are winning. We're like in the second seed, I believe. Yeah, I think we're currently in second in the West, and they're on a six-game winning streak. If I'm right now, if I'm not, um, if I'm not Some mistaken, wild shit, man. Yeah, no, we're playing good. Phoenix is also playing good, so it's like, man, there's a lot of good teams to watch. Okay, is there anything else you want to cover in sports? 
Um, actually, yeah. Hold on, let me. Yeah, pull it out. This is related to, to sports. Go ahead. I got a homie. His there name is Dejon Taylor. He, uh, I believe he's twenty. No, he's nineteen years old. Nineteen years old, professional scooter kid. Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, yeah, yeah, and he is on the Big Show. It's a new show. Um, judged by Snoop Dogg. Oh shit! And a few. Um, the girl who played. Uh, damn, what's the green girl in a in. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I know who you're talking uh, about. The yeah, actress. Um, um, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, yeah, she's judges it too. Oh, and shit. And so, um, yeah, he's added, actually tonight his episode went on. Damn. And oh, shit. So he's, I know for sure he's in through like three episodes. Um, he made it to like a few rounds. Damn. Um, that's good. Because he, he did this damn, a few bro. days, a few months ago, like beginning of. Yeah, because like, they always like shoot March. it. They, yeah, they always yeah. shoot it before. So that's tight. That's what the cool. hell? Mm-hmm. That's so dope. That. Shout out to homie. Shout out to him. That's tight, man. <laughs> scooter, that is sports right? related, scooter, bro. That's what my, the bro, fuck? Ev- like he riding a scooter got used to man. Dog, he goes viral <laughs> bro, he, every yeah. other day. He posts videos of him like, dude, he does some crazy shit with Nesquik. Nice overtime. You know, when it comes to music, uh, YSL Records is in his DMs. They're mm. one of the first people to promote him. Thug himself actually fucks with him. Damn. They got Waka Flocka. Waka's reached out to him. And Crazy. so I was like, bro, he's he's tapped in. He's a cool kid. And he's a good role model at mm. the end of the day. Doing his shit. That's, that's the yeah. best thing. Shout out to Dejan. Absolutely. Word up. Sorry. So how about this as far as major sports and, you know what I'm saying, um, teams you know, the Mavs. They said, um, thanks to Mark Cuban, they're not doing the national anthem anymore. Hmm. Apparently, it, oh, it, it's been happening, yeah. So, how do y'all feel on that shit? Like, no more national anthem in Dallas. I mean, honestly, man, this goes back to, like, the whole Kaepernick thing, I think, bro. It's like, I think people are just trying to trying to voice their opinion however they can. And it's like, Mark Cuban, like, he's the owner of that team. So, it's like, if he wants to do that shit, like, they're going to do that shit. Like, they're going to have to do that shit. And he probably just... He's probably just trying to prove a point too that he's probably just not happy with the way things are going right now. Maybe and I don't even know, but that's just that's just what I'm thinking. What? Why is he doing that? I know. Is, there any, is he? Is there any context to it, or is he just like we ain't gonna do it? I know because let me see. I did read that too. Let me see. I have it right here. Yeah, the Mavs. The Mavs have stopped playing the national anthem over Mark Cuban's direction. Okay, so it that's didn't about really it, say yeah. shit. Yeah, it, it just, just says that they really it. don't uh, plan to resume it anytime soon. So personally, I don't I care. Really don't know. I, 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 one, I do respect and love living in America and think. Right. America as a free nation is fucking awesome. Right. I do think how they look at people is fucking terrible because right. you know United States cares more about corporations than they do people, which is just a fact. Um, so, and then again, social injustice is a whole another topic. But mm. I always did think it was kind of fucking weird to pledge allegiance to a country mm-hmm. for a sporting event. Right. I mean, Me too. I mean, again, whatever. Right. I, you don't got to participate. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> That's. But again, I do have family members who military and right. people in government. So it's like, again, I respect the country. But at the end of the day, the government's just a bunch of people. Yeah. That's all they are. Bro. That's one way to put it. Absolutely. That is. And that's that's a great that, that's a good way to put it, bro. Honestly. That's yeah. So that's crazy. So what the hell? So then that just started happening recently, or when did they when did he when did that uh, it, post it was, come out well, or whatever? That came out that post came out like a couple of days ago, but um in that post it was like prior days, like so hmm. maybe within the past couple of weeks. Damn well, shit. that's crazy. Also, though, hey, um, do you remember Calvin Johnson, Megatron? Oh Troy? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, what if he... I told you that him and an ex, um, or former Lions team uh, teammate, were coming together to bring you Kush in Michigan hmm. oh, to open up like, dispensaries? Like they're starting a like a company, or yeah, hmm. 
Like so, so a dispensary. Calvin Johnson and Rob Sims are yeah, no, they're getting all their paperwork up. Seems like together, everyone apparently. Seems like everyone's going to Detroit to start like the dispensaries. Yeah, I had, why is that? I had I had covered uh, the Smokers so, Club. They had uh, they're opening their first dispensary this um, this year in Detroit, Michigan. Oh shit! Okay, uh, Johnny Shives and like Smoke Dizzle, like that whole little camp. Like they had a post about that shit. Well, I know. So this is a side note. So regarding the like the Long Beach cannabis curriculum Mm -hmm. there have been other schools i can't say which schools but universities who've reached out and there have been a few in michigan so michigan is very proactive they even want to get their workforce developed they want to get they want to do it the right way they want Mm -hmm. to have advocacy but i mean it is what it is that's a whole nother topic because it's like do can do you think calvin johnson fans are gonna want his weed because it's like okay is it is he doing it as a brand or is he doing it as a dispensary because mm-hmm. then it's like okay homeboy is opening up a retail shop it was for dispensaries and then, yeah yeah and then if you can open up a retail shop and you can create a great experience for the mm-hmm. customer you can be successful i know but if he was like yo i'm sorry especially because he's brand. keeping it in his own state like because the detroit lions yeah, yeah. So yeah. it kind of like yeah, yeah. think about it as like a, a, an athlete who opened a bar <laughs> exactly i was just gonna say <laughs> i was just gonna say because there's gonna be people like that who have uh, consumption lounges. Yep. Dang. Oh. Yeah, bro. Oh, wow. It's coming quicker than you think, bro. But we, but since we're since we're kind of like on this topic, we mm-hmm. we we, we kind of covered how like Oregon. Are you aware like Oregon? They have kind of been like uh, legalizing like you they, know they deschedulize yeah the, like you, all drugs. Yeah, there you go. You probably probably know how to better like word the proper terms. <laughs> Definitely not my alley, but but like, why do you think like drugs like that? Are becoming more quick, like so. It's it. You literally have to look at it from a public health standpoint. Mm. You can't look at it at like a drug addict standpoint because at the end of the day, people who fall into addiction they have their own demons that they're battling. But so now, so say you have a heroin addict that's homeless. You got a you got a drug addict and they're homeless. Now, if they're using needles and they're sharing needles, Mm -hmm. that's going around. Mm -hmm. That's even going to make the public health status worse. So now you what do you think about like a safe place for them? Well so also you throw you're throwing all these people into jail. Mm-hmm. Over over <coughs> drug offenses, which again, at the end of the day, it does come down to a sickness or right. an illness. Right. It's not like people just choosing to fuck up their life and spend yeah, all their money right. on no, this no. on this substance. So it's it's a safe space for them to consume. It's a safe place to not like keep these social injustices up. Cause even look at like the amount of arrests for cannabis. Mm. <laughs> like are that cannabis led to you know what i'm saying like it's it, it's a social issue mm-hmm. and then a public health standpoint i don't think people are like they're just gonna let them go fucking do all kinds of drugs oh yeah shit. no definitely and yeah. again and also you gotta also think about people when you when you allow access when you don't make something illegal like you don't right, right. demonize it people are less likely to do it mm. people by nature we don't want to follow rules right mm. like well you said this no that makes do, sense yeah we can do what we want but I guess my question I was trying to ask was I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. No, no, that was great. That was great. I but I guess the question I was trying to ask was why do you think like drugs like that are becoming like so um I guess I guess like so I don't even know how, how to word this. Um because like okay, cuz like kush, right? Like like marijuana, right? Like like that's not like it, like um in Oregon is that still looking is that still looking no, the same no, way? It's, it's adult use. It's different. Okay. It's it's like here. They have a they have a legal um, cannabis industry okay. in Oregon. 
with with metric or tracker trace they do all that okay so then never mind then okay, yeah so then no it's you. not it's it's different so it, just different regulations it's looked at that way from a federal level mm. the federal government they completely abolished cannabis mm. and so um pretty much you scheduled as a number one drug you start a war on that drug and you start a war on the people who consume that drug right. so that's taking it all the way back where you okay um marijuana tax act mm. 1937 Pretty much, they made it anytime you possessed it, you consumed it, you distributed it, um, or you wait cultivated it. Mm-hmm. Any of those, it was illegal, and you were gonna get fined, a tax, and mm-hmm. you're gonna get put in jail. But in that tax act, it made it mandatory that you had to say that you had to say, "I I did this. <laughs> like I ha- I grew this amount right. of of, mar- of uh, marijuana, and then boom, now you're gonna put me in jail." Oh shit. So it's 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 kind of crazy, and you, when you read that legislation back then, you're like that doesn't fucking it's make sense. Like, like yeah. just telling that is so, that yeah. is self incriminating. So okay. now, boom, you acknowledge like oh, that's kind of weird. So yes. you that goes against your Fifth Amendment. Mm-hmm. So in 1969, there was a gentleman by the name of Timothy Leary. His daughter was carrying. Got, they got pulled over by cops, and his daughter actually had cannabis on her. He said it was his. Mm. He took that um cape, that course cape, all the way up. And he he's a lawyer. Timothy Leary was a Harvard well not he was a Harvard professor. I'm sorry, he was not a lawyer. Harvard professor. Mm. Um, and he defended himself in court and he won. And so for a period in the 1970s, um, 1969, 1970s, 1970, um, cannabis was legal because they had to completely abolish mm. the marijuana tax act of 1937. Yeah. hmm That's crazy. Yeah, I guess. And then so through all of that, that's where like um, you know. Blacks and Mexicans became an extremely big target. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. For that, that's the you again. You can't ban people like you're saying. You see America trying to ban people, right, but like right, back right. in the days, like you can't ban people, so you ban the substance that they love, mm-hmm. or you make it illegal for them to do anything so, that yeah. they find recreational. And again, there's cultures who used it for medicinal purpose, <clears throat> and people forget that in the eighteen uh eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, cannabis was in any pharmaceutical. Like when you went to the pharmacy and someone had to make the shit. Right. It had cannabis in it, more likely. Like, mm. nine times out of ten. Because it was part of something that was going to heal you. And it was in a tincture form. Mm. So everyone saw cannabis sativa. Everyone was familiar with cannabis. Right. Indica. Sativa. They, they knew what it meant. Right. But then as soon as you say, it's marijuana. It's a minute. And then this is, you have, um, if you didn't know, there's this asshole um, by the name of Harry Anslinger. <coughs> he asshole. was, yeah, asshole alert. <laughs> but he was, um... Part of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, the FBN, mm. which is like the DA back in the day. He lost his war on alcohol prohibition. Okay. So he needed a new job. And he funded and pretty much started the war um, prohibition on cannabis, on marijuana. Uh, mm. Then he partnered up with the richest people who... Yeah, fuck him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it all started, bro. You can look it all back and it's all written in history. You can track why this plant is illegal, why people look at it this way, why people even... Yeah associate like the demonization of cannabis with mexicans or black people so it's like and music and everything else Mm. that's crazy yeah man that's so yeah thank you again like that's again a lot of great information right there thank you just perspective and not even perspective like that's that those are facts right yeah no you can't argue with yeah exactly yeah (laughs) never mind like Like, don't even fucking listen to me go go google it (laughs) you don't gotta listen to this you don't believe me but you should listen to him though yeah (laughs) no listen to this man for real but um yo Here's another headline though. Um, outside of sports, there's a school in Utah that's trying to ban students from being taught Black history. 
in February. Like they're getting a like they're trying to have their kids opt out. Like they're like all right, they're they're having the option to have kids opt out if their parents deem it to be like something they don't want their kid to. Has that ever been done before? I have no clue. But I did read that, and I just found that kind of weird. Like, what the fuck? I mean, how do you feel about that though? Like, would you like if you had a kid, or like, what would if that was an option? Like at this point, like they're that's like they're kind of giving you some truth. It's not full truth, but I mean, they're letting you know what happened, where they kind of fucked up. But Hmm. I don't know. It's definitely needed, but maybe more of it instead of just one month. I don't know. But to 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 pull it from your kid, it's like. You were taught it, so that's crazy. I, I just think that whole idea is crazy. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. You uh, maybe because it's Utah. <laughs> Utah. I've never been to Utah, so I don't know. Have you been to Utah? No, sir. You been? You ever been to Utah? Steven? I did, bro. I was um, ten years old, and we had a family oh, sure. reunion. The reason why I remember it so much was the first time I shaved my head for a mohawk. <laughs> we went on some fucked up shit. We dressed up as like <laughs> Indians and like cowboys and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I had a mohawk. Dyed it red. Oh, shit. Um, I was a pudgy little kid, too, so <laughs> no shirt on. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Utah. But yeah, Utah was crazy. I rode a, a, a donkey, rode a and I was supposed to ride a horse, but the donkey took me down the canyon, and I was terrified. <laughs> to this day, I don't fuck with horses or oh, donkeys. Fuck. You know what? One bad experience, bro. Has, has that been the only time you've been to Utah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was a family reunion. Damn, okay. So that was a long time ago. I was going to say, like... Cause I've never been there, but you've been there. So like, based off of like, I, I don't even know. Based it's on a the lot time, of like nature. Okay. Okay. And a lot of like, I don't know if I should say this. Mormons. I mean, you, I'm okay. Oh, okay. It's a Mormon yeah, community. No. You okay. Know, you know? Yeah. If that's what it is out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Then, hey, those are facts. You know, <laughs> since you've been there, do you see like a state like that doing some shit like this? Like them giving parents like a, like like the an option, option for their kids to opt out of like Black History like um, activity, or, yeah. like Black History Month activities, and or a. Uh, you know the, the the whole curriculum, I guess, of of that whole of like the month. I mean, essentially, like, as an example, it, it depends. Is that a public school? I'm not sure. School. I'm pretty sure it's a public school. If it's a public school, I think that's super fucked up because that's another way of creating white history. Oh, the same thing in Michigan. I'm sorry, I missed this one too. There's two of them, Utah as well as Michigan. I I again, that's I never knew the real history. Like when you look back at mm-hmm. all the history you go through your whole life in school. It's, right. it's white history. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. their version. And so now you're just going to delete Black History Month. You're just going to delete what has... I'm sorry you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry you feel you acknowledge that your people were pretty fucked up and yeah. are still fucked up. And, you right. know, a lot of the root of the problem is just but ignorance. You right. Just, you know, you <laughs> I think it's fuck fucked up. up, too. I don't even... I think it's wild that, it's even, that that's even an option, like, that that even was brought up. But... That that just shows you the times that we're living in again, bro. I think you know, like it's it's, it's kind of weird right now. Like I don't know, it's it's kind of weird, but yeah, man. Um, Let's get into some music though, Dan. Music, is, yeah, man. Gonna get some to <laughs> some music a little more positive, man. Yeah. All right, fuck. It. Let's get into some music real quick. Um, really quick, I'm just gonna get this out the way. Uh, me and Sanity have a have a single that we're dropping. It's gonna be out actually at midnight tonight. Thinking that's gonna be the second single off our upcoming EP. Same difference. So um, shout out to Sanity, shout out to Obi Wan, he mixed and mastered that track for us. Um, shout out to, shout the out to the Godfather Rito, right? Um, hey, play the baseline for me on that record, man. Um, oh, was this slapping, bro? He that whole that this whole EP, um, he he he, he slapped the bass about on the six whole. out of the seven tracks. Really killed it for me, man. R- Rito is you are appreciated, bro. Thank you. That shit um, drops in twenty five minutes, yo. Man, 
Oh yeah, no shit. Yep, 9 p.m. Real shit. Thinking it's gonna be out everywhere. Y'all check that out. Also, 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 new ACO about to drop. Um, uh, ACO, he's a another um artist in our collective. He's making his debut. Kind of has more of like a like a like a reggaeton sound, I guess. Oh nice. He's nice. taking nice. us to Brazil, man. Definitely. Urban Latin. Urban Latin. That's what's crazy. So, you know, we're going yeah. all over the place. You got it, bro. That market's <laughs> yeah. huge. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be a different <laughs> side of the Rich Minds Collective for sure. You know, um, yeah. very excited for him. I, the, the song, the single is gonna be called um, "Escondidas." I hope I said that right. There you go. <laughs> you got it. There it is. A debut single, ACO featuring CM Hollywood. So that's gonna be out on Saturday. Um, also, man, just really quick. Um, I, I I usually just cover a lot of indie music, but I really wanted. Uh, I really like that. New Freddie Gibbs and a Schoolboy Q um single that dropped that gang mm-hmm. signs. Did you hear did you hear that one? I did not, but that just them two on the same track. I know it should <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bro, that shit's hard. It's got a nice little got a nice little vibe to it for sure, for sure. It's, it's dope. I, I was fucking with that one. Um also, uh did you hear about DMA saying how he's uh gonna possibly have Griselda and um Pop Smoke on his new upcoming I did, album? I did, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited. How do you feel about that? DMS like really coming back. Like oh, I think yeah. I think he's coming back, like for real, for real I, on this one. I want that. I need that. I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> just wait. Nah, fuck that. I definitely want that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. I'm a DMX fan. Like, like man, yeah. All oh, growing I'm a fan up. of DMX. I, all, I just ain't going to jinx it. Yeah, I don't nah, I feel I'm you. a fan of Griselda, too. So yeah. it's like, well, all right, well, could, just give me more. I could definitely hear like a DMX and Griselda like, like collab. Yeah. Like for sure, for sure. The Pop Smoke one, I'm definitely curious. To right. Hear that like, one, yeah. But Griselda and DMX, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But right. I don't think the Pop Smoke one will disappoint either. Mm-hmm. I think that one's going to be a nice vibe. I, I fuck with Pop Smoke. Mm. It'd Look. be cool to see if DMX went out of his element. Right. That'd be pretty tight. That's that kind of like what Kid Cudi did. Did you, did you hear the kid, the new Kid Cudi album at all? Are you a fan I of I did. Kid no, Cudi? no. Yeah. Uh, I did <clears throat> listen to it. Again, um, nothing stuck, to be mm-hmm. honest. I did, okay. I did listen to it, though. Okay, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but did you hear how he kind of like had that song with Pop Smoke? It kind of that was kind of like like kind of out of his like uh, his yeah not mm-hmm. in general yeah. but like yeah but like but like the that Pop Smoke song that Pop Smoke song that he had I think that was uh, a song that would possibly be like this DMX track probably a little out of his element like a little a little different but pretty curious to see how that would be how about this though hey <clears throat> we're getting finally Hove and Nip. Have you heard it yet? On the same track. No, I have not, but I'm just saying. I've we're seen people it. say it does dis, does not disappoint. There, have you have you heard it yet? Because it's, it's out yet. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, it's out already, apparently. No. I haven't heard it yet. I need to hear it, but I'm just like, hey. I need to hear it too. Absolutely. Okay. Where, where, where do you lose there? I'm just saying. I'm curious. I'm curious again to see how that is. How do you feel is. about it, man? Because you look like you don't. Uh... Honestly, I mean, look, I'm, I'm excited for it. But for me, it's like, I, like for me, like I'm a big Jay-Z fan, but I'm just like, I don't know. It's like why? Why all of a sudden like Hove got the got the nip like feature? You know, he I probably mean, he probably already had. Yeah, it. right. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't doubt that. You know, no. I'm just like, hey, I'm excited for it. I want to hear. It. I'm, I'm a, anyone that knows me. I'm a huge Hove fan. I'm I'm a, I'm a Hove fan, and and Nip too. So I'm excited to hear it. But I was just like, I was just like, man, all of a sudden, like, I, I was just kind of like having that mentality. You know, you know what I'm low key thinking also. So you got to remember, like, everyone wanted Nip to win. Mm. <laughs> anyone who's like real wanted Nip to win. So word, imagine word. like, and again. Jay-Z is way bigger than Nip ever was at that time. So now it's like, that was probably in the works. That was probably like, right, all right, we're right. going to do this in the future. Like Maybe that's, maybe he's paying, like, this is how he's paying his yeah. homage a little bit. It could be, yeah. And also, if, if Jay-Z is like, again, you got to remember, he's an, an artist too. Right. If he's passionate about it, he's going to put it out. That's, that's what he bought those 10 tapes for $100 a, a, mm-hmm. a piece. True. Yeah, yeah, you're me? right. Like, yeah, you're right. When 
when when he was coming up. Like that's crazy. That's a crazy story just to hear. Like he was nipple selling his tapes for like a hundred a pop. You know that's real. Bro took ten. He said, "Fuck." <coughs> Quick man for you. You know I'm excited to hear that man. <coughs> uh, Steven, I know you got a lot of artists that you work with. We want you want to talk about the oh that's oh, oh that's filthy yeah, music man. group. Like what, yeah, what, what all you got since we're on that music uh, since we're on the music subject. You want to kind of touch on what, what all you guys got going on? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, I'm the founder of Oh That's Filthy Music Group. Um, we are home to about four artists and two producers. Um, and pretty much I started my music journey um, about five years ago. And it was not like, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I know I wanted to like manage an artist, but um, I didn't have, I wasn't like in love with the first artist that like artists that I worked with. And so I was like, you know, just learning for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I was in a bunch of different rooms. I was working with iStandard, working with Create Digital Music. Okay. Had my internships, so I was I was just learning. And then um, it got to a point where the homie was like, "Hey, man!" It was actually I was coming home from South by Southwest for the second time. Um, I went two times without an artist. I just went to go like again learning what it was, and it was oh, yeah. six a.m. in the uh, five a.m. in the Austin airport. And I was talking with one of my mentors. Shout out, Sis. He has a wow, bang, uh, bangaroo. Mm-hmm. No, gangaroo, gangaroo. Um, music distribution. Okay, um, but shout out to Sid. Oh, I think I think I think I know who I think yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about bounce gang. Yep, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I got them on Twitter. I thought. Yeah, I know. I know exactly who you're talking about now. So I had a talk with him in the airport. He was like, "Bro, people see you in rooms. They see you, and you're a good person. Like, you're cool. But like, no one knows what the fuck you do." <laughs> like you're just there, and he was like, "You got, you got to put a face to it. You got, you got to put a face to it. Or you got to put a brand to it, mm. and you got to run with it." And he was like, "He was like, you're so over the place. Just, just touch everything, but make it you." And I was like, "All right." So, way back in my first thing is, uh, I was part of like this little collective that we kind of started as like Filthy Conscious. I like the filthy thing. I was just something that was always me. And then um, he's but a I was filthy like, motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, filthy conscious isn't really there, so I'm gonna just shove that. And then um, so I was listening to beats. Um, I, I go through submissions for beats and stuff. And so me and my wife were just chilling in bed one day. We we're playing it, and then I was like, oh, that's filthy. And she was like, that's it. That's, that's the, the one. That's the name. And then and then <laughs> is this the coin? Hey, <laughs> is that the coin? Yeah, that's right. you know what I'm saying. And so. Uh, <laughs> We started running. I was like, all right, that's a, that's a brand. That's what, that's what we want. Because anyway, anyway you say it, it sounds cool. Go for mm. it. Anyway you say it. Oh, that's filthy. Oh, that's filthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's filthy. <laughs> there it is. Bro, it's all so right, you're right. I'm sold. You're right. I didn't it's, think about it like that. You're right. And then for me, I was like, all right, I want to stand out. So mm. when I grew up, I, I, no one taught me music. Like I had mentors, but I don't have family members. I don't got homies that were like doing it before me. So I was just learning. And I was like, I want to put my little bit of like Mexican culture into like what I do, into my brand. I didn't know how, but I also knew that I wanted my logo to stand out anytime that someone looked at it. Mm. So I was like, all right, a pink concha. You think about a donut, you think about Odd Future, boom. So you got a donut, you think about, think about all that. And I was like, if you think of concha, I want you to think of me mm. every time you see a pink concha. That was the goal from the very beginning. And so I was like, boom, it's like when people see it, they know. And if then when you know you know something, you're like, that's tight. Like, I connected with that. If you don't mm. know, you get put on a culture. Right. And it's like, yo, this is a donut. This is like one of my things. Right. And so it's like, um, and then that's why I started like passing out conchas everywhere I go. I, I was that. like, all right, you could take a concha, but you got to take a sticker. Yeah. And mm. then everywhere I went for like, what, how long was it, babe? Like a solid year, maybe more, two years. <laughs> Every event I went to, I 
It was in my marketing budget. No, I would yeah, put forty three dollars yeah. aside a month, and I would fucking buy as many conchas as I could. They're only like forty cents a pop, right, so I was like, right. I got a bunch, and then just yeah, no. I remember when I first met you. The you actually invited me to one of Pape's first listening events, and you guys were passing those out too. Like, yeah, bro. And and I remember like my guys, the guys are they're like. Like, hey, why are they passing these out? I was like, bro, that's like part of his brand. I was like, I was like, I was like, that's part of his brand. Like, yeah. if, like, like if you look it up, and you know, I started, they started like checking it. I was like, oh shit, like that's mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. Like, you know, like that's it that you that you that you said how like you were trying to tie in like your like you know your um your Latin culture and everything, yeah. like the heritage and everything. That's awesome because there's there's Latinos in hip hop. Don't get me wrong, right? But it's like you're either like Chicano hip hop, right? Or you're like you're like reggaeton or you're like the the spanish artist like you know it's different it's not like yo this is just like part of me but i'm doing this Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where i was throwing it into um and it it worked out i mean obviously there's a lot of other people who do things like that are hispanics like um they're that are put on for people but that was just like me wanting to do my little two cents okay it's a good conversation started too like the end of the day i'm huge on branding huge on marketing i think it's fucking awesome to Mm. have a brand and to build a brand and expand a brand i definitely if i had money i'd be able to do it better but (laughs) right right bro i think you're doing it right man i think you're doing it right man ever since i yeah ever since i crossed paths with you it's been nothing but um I've, i've 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 learned a lot from you and just just perspective and just just, it's just awesome, man. Just seeing seeing you progress and seeing like you like take your artists to the next level. I think, yeah. and and even yourself, you and your brand, you know, oh, that's filthy, like because like, like you said, that's you, like you know, that's yeah. So it's, it's so yeah. I mean, back back to that. So like, oh, that's filthy. Um, once I knew that's what I wanted to do, I was uh, at that time I was wanting to get back into managing an artist, and mm-hmm. so the first artist um, that actually like approached me, and I was really just becoming part of his team. It wasn't like a full management thing. I was part of management, but it was like. Again, he he wanted to build with me, and that's Noah right. James. Noah okay. James and Lisa, they hit me up, and they're like, hey, like, we like what you're doing. We want to build with you. We want to like, see if you can help. Like, They wanted me to be like the L.A. person. And so that they give me like a really good like um, foundation, and they're family to this day still. Mm. Still help Noah in every way possible. He helps me. And then um, after that, I was watching Pretty Papes for a full year, mm. um, watching him perform. He I started fucking with Papes because he's a performer, and he entertained me. And I was like, damn. Excuse me. Um, I was like, damn, this kid, I, I would pay to see him regularly. I think his music has a lot of opportunity for growth. I think that this is just the beginning. I just don't, I know he doesn't have organization. You saw the potential in yeah, him. Yeah. And I was like, and then I got to know him. So we didn't manage because I was building it like a friendship with him for a full year. And it was like, yo, is this person going to fuck me over? Is this person going to have my back when I'm fucking pressed by someone? Like at the end of the day, like, a business partner and a business partner is a marriage correct straight up like i feel that you got to trust your business partner as much as you trust your wife and so it's like all right boom i'm cool with this guy we're gonna build and then it was like hey man like i want to help you with music okay maybe we do this and maybe we do this and we do these moves and so before even working with him i was like working with i standard and create digital doing like um in our rooms like yo my music ride's been pretty fucking crazy bro because, you are bro it is you're, um, you're because there's like shit, there's a yeah, I, I hate saying this but again i was i was young and naive too but i worked for i can't say the company but what they did is they charged artists to get into a studio with mm-hmm. with an a and r from a record label let's just say um intervention record label that has three million followers or whatever and so they're going to charge this young artist two to three hundred dollars to play one song in front of an a and r and an A&R is going to give you the most basic fucking feedback that you can give anyone at any time. And it would make sense. 
like so this. You play me a song yeah. and I'm like, oh man, it's cool. I think you need to work on the melodies. And I definitely think that you need to get a better mix, bro. The engineering, you got to play me something that's crisp, better engineering. And then they send them on their way. Some basic ass shit. And these kids right. fly out I mean, from you, all over you, the country. You only paid a couple hundred, so what couple do you hun- expect? Like? Bro, it's just like, it, and again, but that's only like one example, but right, those right. type of schemes are all over the industry. And, and they, they happen a lot. Pray, I'm, I'm only bro, guessing. Just, just during quarantine, there was a thing called Block 365. Mm. And they were doing mixtapes and big bro. artists. Oh, shit. Big artists were paying. And it was a scam, bro. You Like, all I did is you got to look through it and mm. these fucking people over. Bro, there was oh, a lot shit. of artists I saw. And I kind of lost respect for them because, because I, because I, I did see that happening. Yeah, and I bro. was like, it was fuck? major news in the music community. <laughs> it was, yeah, that was crazy, bro. Because they had major ass people, yes, DMing people from verified accounts, yes. scamming these kids. And then you had people who were like semi onto their music shit who would call out people. And then it was like, oh, then they would burn like their they're Twitter taking would advantage, their bro, because oh, you know because they're hitting up these oh, yeah. they're hitting up these like you know up and coming artists, you know independent and artists, having and, their name and platform. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just imagine you getting it. hit up by like <laughs> imagine you getting hit up like you as an sometimes artist. Sometimes you got to think if it's too good to be true, it is, bro. Man, it's sometimes yeah. exactly. got to be real. You got to got to tap in and, reality. And then here's real here's quick. another thing too, like like, and this may sound fucked up, but. You have to do your research. You have to educate yourself. Definitely, mm. it's not anyone else's fault besides your own that you did not do research. You're right. That's how. That's like one of the first things I learned. Mm-hmm. Like, cause all I learned that from like all those stupid like, hey, promote your music on this, promote your music on this. Bro. And my mentor was just like, bro, just Google it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh, this ain't shit, bro. Like, it's a, and then that's just again, but people have people have to do the research. They right. don't. Yes, they think absolutely. they think there's an easy way to this music shit, and this music shit takes ten years. Dog. In music, you will be an overnight ten year success. Mm. <laughs> that's that's how it happens. Dog. And if you pop before that, you do not last. You're right. Damn. The only one who kind of had that happen was uh, Kelly Clarkson. Damn. She won American Idol, didn't she? First American Idol. That's true. Yes. Quickest way there. And again, I don't even know her backstory. Like I don't know if there was years getting up to that. Right, right. I, I right. could I could look, but I just don't know it off the top. But that's what I think. That's crazy, goddamn. Because she's held it. Definitely. <laughs> my cousin, I think one of my cousins listened to her. So yeah, I'm like, damn, what the hell? Like <laughs> I remember her. Like what the hell? Damn, listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> my guilty pleasure. Um, but music is crazy, and and I'm blessed to just do this ride and to continue. So, um, one of my my first internships. He told me, my, the, the guy I interned under, mm. he told me that the hardest thing in music is to break an artist. He said, that is the hardest thing. If you can do that, you can do anything in music. Interesting. And okay. so from that moment, I was like, all right, I want to do the hardest thing in music. Which is that? Took on Which that task. That? Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to do it. I mean, I think you're on the right path, bro. And I don't, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, I have right. that experience yeah. of breaking an artist yet. Like, I'm, you see me, I'm on my own journey too. Yeah. So. But I think you're definitely on the right path, bro. I see the way you're doing things, and I think the people that you know, if they don't know of you, like hopefully by this episode, when they do their research on you, they'll see like you know how you how you hold yourself down, how you hold your brand down, how you hold your artist down. You know, you, yeah. you guys move as a unit, and that's very important, especially in music. You know, you, yeah. you have a good foundation, a good team, like you said. Like Noah James mm-hmm. is great people. I met him through Sanity. Like Sanity's yeah. an artist that I work with and I'm managing, and you know, nothing but good things. Nothing but good things, and even since I've met him, like um, always, always good energy. His music is very positive, um, and uplifting and mm-hmm. motivational. And you, you need- know what's cool about Noah? 
is what I love about Noah is that he can always be himself. Definitely. And the mm. person who is who he is in his music, the person who he is when he performs, the person who he is when he's at home, the person who he is when he's kicking it with me is the same Noah James. And that's not even that's like he does go by like that's not his real name. But um, yeah, but, right, right. But that's who he <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, like don't, don't, don't say his, you know. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. no. We'll, <laughs> we'll keep it at Noah. <laughs> but so it's cool. He's he's an amazing human. Lisa, his his yeah, pretty Lisa. much his wife, um, is fucking genius as well. Mm. She pretty much is one third of Noah James. Man, that's facts. They definitely Founder, they definitely your face. Yeah, all that. so that's awesome. Oh. Yeah, so uh, oh, that's filthy. We have artists, so we have Noah James, we got Pretty Papes. Um, uh, so real quick, I want to give a little highlight from everyone. Um, Noah James in two thousand nineteen, I believe, or two thousand eighteen, was listed. Yeah, it was two thousand eighteen. Was listed top ten albums by MERS. Um, I remember that. So, yeah, so that I was do remember tight. that. Um, and you know, Noah's toured all over, performed at South by Southwest. I'd been on like versus game show. Yeah. Um, Noah, he's got a song with josh um i'm forgetting his last name but the official voice of boo oh shit that's right official that's voice right of boo. um and so he's got a remix of boo's hungry dropping this year that's nice. dumb. so i genuinely believe that that can be uh you know a, a life changer song that's awesome that. that's awesome that he like finessed that you know because that is no, like he didn't even finesse we're not even it, bro. We're not maybe finessing. Like, maybe that's, that's the wrong word but i mean you know but like he was just, just how he made yeah. it come to fruition like you yeah, know like that, like yo because that. that is part that was always part of that's like crazy i think that was always mm-hmm. like a he always did like a play on that on that character yeah um, bro that's who that's who he is he's boo hmm. he's the love monster oh yeah like no nah, so it had like josh actually fucks with Noah james heart um and josh actually wanted to perform it and do a music video but josh is out in texas so I'm actually trying. I'm trying to fund a. Uh, we're gonna be fundraising in March for a trip out there. Nice. Just do like a 72 hour road trip. Get it out there. Hopefully we can get enough to like fly. But. So you're gonna fly out there and like record the tr- and record we'll it. Record a music video. Record oh shit. Any PR that thing. we need to do. Got it. Um, a full 48 hour like lock in like right. for work and then bounce back and then we'll be good to to release it. We're uh we're in the talks with a few like distro companies. I'm looking for some distribution deals that can. Um, help get him better circulated in like the anime world. Nice. Like, oh, like that's yeah. not my world. So I want to go partner with someone who's that's the yeah. world. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, let's see what we can do for this. Song. Hey, that's fucking awesome, bro. And then we got Pretty Papes. Pretty Papes had a um a pretty wild year in 2020. His song uh gained over 25 million plays on TikTok. That's right. Um, with support with with official support from verified accounts of the NBA, the NFL, Sports Center, LA Sparks. Fenty Beauty, the Ravens posted four times. Dallas nice. Mavericks, bro. Everyone was posting this shit. Yeah, bro, I remember everyone, like every day. UFC, bro. Like, he took over the sports game. That shit was bro, crazy. It was fucking tight. That shit was wild. And so he had that. We should have plugged him in during sports, man. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and so we uh, we did that, and then we also dropped a four track EP, um, which we did a live stream. Pretty much, I was like, my general rule is every song needs a video. That's my general rule. And so I was like, I do not want to film four music videos for this EP. Mm. I was like, I want to film for one day, and I want to just see you perform all the songs, and we'll just fucking live stream it. We'll right. just edit it, put it together, and then boom, there you go. Nice. And make people happy. And if you want to do videos after, we'll then fund it, that, and we'll yeah. do it, and that's on that. But we, we handled this. Did you film it and, and direct it, or what, or what? I direct. I produced it, okay. directed it, edited it. Because um, you were doing some behind-the-camera work at one point, right, for him, right? Because I remember you right, put out a few I, videos with him. Yeah, I... I, I dabble in editing uh-huh. um like i said i do behind the leaf 
I do some content. I do. I'm a marketing director for a dispensary. I right. can't say which one, but um, yeah, we do. I've, editing is like I only do it because I realized how expensive it was to get music videos done, mm. and I was like, man, if I could save five hundred dollars a oh. video, I'm gonna just do it. And <laughs> right. then I was like, I was like, all right, twelve hours of video, like I'm gonna just lock in. And my my wife can tell you, there's just next to my bed on my computer for hours, just man. learning how to edit. Like telling her, like fuck this, fuck that, fuck this. I hate this. The computer's slow. My laptop's slow. And so, <laughs> yeah, I bet it was a lot yeah. of work, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've been editing for about two years. So I, I edited uh, "Beautiful" by Pretty Papes. Um, you know how it goes. And then like one other one, I, I do all of his like behind the scenes work because behind yeah. the scenes video is super easy. So mm-hmm. just put it together, chop it, put right. a song, put it out. So um, yeah. yeah, not a lot of hard work. So that just came out of being resourceful. I right, just don't right, like right. paying people for shit that I can take. Take an initiative, that's, that's bro. <laughs> take an initiative for yeah. you guys, bro. You know, like, the, you know what's needed and what's necessary. Not even that, like, but that's very business savvy. Yeah. Just cut, learn to do it. Cutting yeah. cutting the middleman out, mm-hmm. so to speak. And it's not it's not saying it in a negative way, but it's like, like you said, if you could save the extra 600, 500 bucks, whatever it may be, like. Yeah. Well, I, so ideally, if I'm going to be 100% transparent because I got no secrets, it's mm-hmm. like, I was like, all right, I'm going to learn how to edit to the point where I could teach someone how to edit. And then I can give them the tools to be better than me. Mm. But at least, so, all right, I know how to teach someone. And then I purchased all of my own equipment. And I was like, all right, I have I have 4K cameras. I got all the top line stabilizers, everything that you need, the lights. And it's like, all right, if someone wants to give me the opportunity, hey, you make content for me, I will supply all of your tools. I will supply a place for you to edit. You just got to, like, I'm giving you, it's an internship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you, it's you're like, providing them all the. But you will get work every single week that's going to make you better. And I was like, I promise if you give me six months, you will become the editor that you never thought you could be. Mm. I will, I believe in that too. Cause like, cause you know, they're going to get, like you said, they're going to get that practice in like, like they yeah. might not be, they might not get it that first one or that, or the first couple ones, but, but next week, hey, you're going to see the what? progression. Yeah. No, it's you know, it's, it's all about after, consistency. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, all right, yeah. you didn't get it twice, but right. the third one, then we'll talk. But like, no, nah. and there's people who we want said it. six months. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, consistency, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. hard work, like like work will will, will like definitely win. It'll you know? show off, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's what's up. That's why we did that. And so, like, I just shot Rain's music video for a new song that's coming out. So that's the third. Yeah, Rain third raps. I got is Rain raps. Um, I've known Rain raps since two thousand eight. Um, uh, one of my first songs of his is probably one you can only find on like his website. Not even his website, but it's really old. It's called. Uh, 08 till infinity. 08 and he did a infinity. remix, but it was the very first song that I was like, "Yo, my friend's a rapper." <laughs> <laughs> so we went, we went to a, a, a school in Palos Verdes, a very white school. Okay. Me and him were part of the two percent minority <laughs> playing <laughs> sports. So like, I mean, he was uh, running back and I was fullback, and so like that's why very we, select right here. <laughs> we've always been boys. And but um, when he he left, he went out to he went to school in Dartmouth. So one full about rain raps. He's got mm. a degree. And he's got his master's degree. He just completed oh, his master's oh, over shit. quarantine. Shout out to um, that's that's just yeah, around the corner. Yeah, around the bro. He's let that <laughs> shit go. Let that, hold on, let that shit go along. Let that shit go. Shout out, Rain. Round of motherfucking applause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I tell him all the time. He's one of the smartest motherfuckers I know. Hey, Rain Raps is, is dope, man. I've yeah. I've, I've, I've I've met him, I've uh, crossed paths with him too. When back when I was doing shows and everything, and like, man, he's a, he's a unicorn. He is. Across, he's a love child of Andre 3000 and Prince. <laughs> I think you best said, I think you best described it perfect. I think you best described it perfect. Uh, when I had like when I had one of my first convos with you, when we were like talking about all the artists you were working with, 
Mm-hmm. And like, I think you best described him like by saying like he's unapologetically like himself, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And that's how I'm like Noah. Yeah, I feel like, and I, and I feel like you have to be that. I feel like mm-hmm. you have to be that way, like you know, like it's exhausting being someone else, bro. You gotta know, <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> it's exhausting pretending to be something you're not. Yeah, bro. Like you gotta, you gotta know yourself, and you gotta be comfortable with yourself, and and understand that when you're an artist, like you're putting yourself, you're putting yourself out there too, and mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I think I think that's awesome, man. I I I like I like the camp, bro. I love the mm-hmm. camp. I, I like the collection of artists that, that you have under um, oh that's filthy and and I just picked up a new artist. She's, I see. Yeah, she's a girl. Um, I always had a thing about against like like managing girls, um, just because like I'm emotional and I know men artists are emotional, so I'm like okay, I can handle that level of emotional, <laughs> but uh, I could barely handle my wife and my daughter. So I was like, oh, this is sketchy. But um, she's a young artist from Orange County named Devereaux. She sings. I believe with a little bit of more training and like development. I'm huge in artist development. Like with Papes, when I first started working with him, there was a whole year of artist development before I was like, all right, we're good. Let's run. Yeah. Because you, you got to get your artist into a into a, a routine. Like, all right, every every time I turn in a song, I need A through Z. <laughs> Not even exactly. just A, B, Z. Yeah, a no. through Z. Yes. And then, you, and then you start to teach them the benefit of being prepared before the release. Like, oh, have the music video and the promo assets and all the blogs lined up before the song drops? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's smart. And it's like, no, it's common sense, bro. Like, right. like work it. <laughs> like, it like, just work works it. easier that way. Exactly. And so it's just teaching everyone that. And so that's what I want to do with Dev. I have five years of music experience. And I'm like, all right. You know those moments you're like, I wish I could do something back then that I know right, now? Like, right, right, right. I look at it as this is my moment. Like, all right. Oh, if, sure. I, if, I, Fuck if, yeah. if I don't. And that's why I, t- I told her, I was like, I want the best for your success because it's 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 my work. Mm. Like, I want you to succeed because I want to succeed. Right. So it's like, I'm going to try my best to do the best I can. And like, Jeez. you know, my guys, they, they all know that I'll do anything I can for everyone. Like us, we're all a family. Right. Yeah, and it's right. like Noah, Noah is the one who taught me how to like, when you can feed your homies, mm. think about it anytime you can. It don't matter oh, yeah. if you want to, or if you can't like, if you got the extra money, pay your homies, have them do work for you and move on. Mm. Cause that creates that. That's that your own economy. You're like, damn. Yeah. Okay. I, you give him two bu- 200 bucks for work as long as you get it's a transaction because you know money and friends like yeah, breaks relationships yeah. bro it really does man. That, that's a life tip anytime yeah, I no. give someone money I'm like alright what am I getting in return from you like that because I'm not about to lose you over this amount of money yeah one thing yeah one thing I've learned like in my in, in my time you know in this music community that, that I've you know come across since, since I've started music like you know um I try to. I've tried to learn. Like you know, it's 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 never that personal. It's never that serious. Like it's music. Like I love music, and I'm not trying to say it like 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 it like belittle it or whatever. Like, but it's it's just music. Like you know, it's never per. It's ne- it should never be that personal. Mm-hmm. Or I don't ever want it to get that personal. Like if we can't do business, it's fine. We don't gotta do business. Yeah. yeah. Like, I still want. I still want everyone to win. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that sounds corny now because everyone says it, but but that's real shit. Mm-hmm. I still. Want everyone to win. I mean, we I all got, have our own. Yeah, shit. we don't got to do business for me to have love for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can right. have love for you and just not want to do business with you. Like, and that's if you you feel some type of way. I'm sorry. I'm protecting my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You're not gonna make me feel selfish because you're being selfish. Right. <laughs> like, right. 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 So, so. definitely, bro. So, yeah, yeah man. Real shit on the Puff Puff Pass podcast. Episode and we eight. smoking good. Hey, I, I will t- admit. Hey, I told you. We still got more. What's up, Raw? Raw's in the motherfucking building with us. He's rolling Russell's up. Raw's rolling up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Raw. Hey, but Once. fuck it. No, the real reason we have you here is because you are a cannabis professional, right? Yes, I am. All right. Well, let's get into some cannabis topics and, okay. you know, shit like that. Okay. What's up? Well, then Sorry, we'll um, lead it off, Scooby. What's up? All right. Well, just real basic shit. 
what are basic some shit. some, um, <laughs> some shit. real basic shit? Well, I mean things that people should know. Yeah, that basic if you shit. are tuning in, what are um, <laughs> what are the positive like? All right, what what are the benefits of of marijuana on the ecosystem that we live in? Like, as far as on the ecosystem, the ecosystem, like like everything we use from people, like you know, well, literally, so like all right, if, you, if you're thinking like, like boom, right off plastic top. type shit, like cutting. Oh, down, you know what I'm saying? you're talking like, about just, that. The environment. Yeah, th- my my bad. You know what I mean? Okay, no, there's a difference because there's an ecosystem. Like you got it, it. like like I don't know if you're trying to say like this ecosystem mm-hmm. of life. Like how do we play in? Because also like. Cannabis right now is right. an essential workforce. Mm. So if you're thinking about it, every dispensary is looked at the same way as right. a grocery right. store mm. where mm. you get your food, True. where you get your pharmacy. Mm. So like that, like keeping COVID alive, yeah, it's right. part of that like financial ecosystem. Okay. So now when you're talking about environment stuff, um, actually I can get way into that because that leads me into Remedium Cannabis, which mm. is the nonprofit I've started with my wife and my good friend Tabby. Let's do that. Um, we are a uh, waste-free management uh solutions company for the cannabis industry so one thing is i worked in a dispensary my friend works for she's a uh she's a sales director for one of the biggest you know outdoor cultivations around Mm. and you start to see from the inside of the industry you start to see how much waste right that the industry supplies (laughs) like Mm. like by by regulation like you have to have this level um type of packaging it has to be childproof there's no regulations on like you can't use one-time use mylar bags mm-hmm. think about all those eights you just get in mylar bags right 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 you can't do anything you can't recycle those uh, yeah they at least like get thrown have, away yeah exactly at least if you remember have last time we were like, yeah. Bro, yeah. like we literally saw like gang of those I, I, I forgot where the fuck but yeah just tons of those bags fucking thrown away like daily for sure for sure yeah so like here's an example at a dispensary let's just talk retail level because it's easier for everyone mm-hmm. every single piece of um product that you see on the floor Right. came in a box mm. that more likely came in another box right that more Packing, likely packaging. came with some wrapping paper not wrapping paper but like plastic around it right. so right there that amount just getting product to the store creates so much waste at the dispensary level you just see boxes and boxes and paper and trash and everything and it's like that can all be recycled that can all be repurposed but no one's doing it mm. and if people want to do it they're trying to charge people and right now the cannabis industry is taxed so heavily and there's so many regulations and there's mm. so many add-on things that it's like like they can't do it and a lot of the reason why the cannabis industry has so many um so many like one-time use packaging is because of just how expensive it is mm-hmm. it's just super expensive to have cannabis products and then people remember like at the end of the day you don't want to play more you don't want to pay more than like thirty dollars an eighth Right. And even then, some people only want to pay $20 an eighth. Bro, bro. So how are you going to keep that? 25 is my limit. Like, yeah. so, now, so now think that's of like regular retail. That's just how it is. Yeah. You know, think about regular retail. So now, what are you going to wholesale an mm. item that's out the door with tax? Because you probably only want to, you want to pay tax on that too, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like you, you, just want to, to, yeah. you just want to have that 20. So now it's like, what is that going to be? And then how is that going to cover a, a state-of-the-art cannabis cultivation mm. when you're selling an eighth at like $8? Yeah. Are there any of these products that are made out of hemp itself? Um, so these there is. Products. So there's hemp, and and this is a huge issue right now, mm-hmm. and that's something that um, the LBCA and, and specifically Pam has been very vocal about. Is way back in the day, um, cannabis and hemp got separated. Cannabis is one thing. Hemp right. and cannabis are the same plant. It is right. literally yeah, the same right. plant. Correct. So now, according to the FDA in 2018, there was the farm, um, the hemp farm bill that passed. Pretty much making making it legal and regulated by the FDA, 
all um, hemp manufacturing as long as it had less than 0.3% THC. Hmm. So, same plant. Now, one's by the FDA and then one's by the Bureau of Cannabis Control. Hmm. Anything that is actually where you can extract um, THC from, that is the cannabis plant. Okay. So, you have hemp that you can find in like... Like, it's in the plant, but you can't... It's in certain parts of the plant, right or wrong. No, the plant's the same thing. Okay. It's all it's, it's all the plant. But you don't find more in like the leaves or whatever. Or what, oh like no, the, one's like a male like, type, and then there's a female okay. type. Okay. Um, and the cannabis <clears throat> comes like the THC and all that comes from the female type, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so then the males are what you use from there. But again, it's the same plant. You're still right, going right. to get the same cannabis benefits. Mm-hmm. Not you're not going to get the full spectrum like you do from cannabis. Yeah. Because that's processed and it's lab tested and everything like that. So. Cannabis that's sold in the dispensary goes through a vigorous lab testing results mm-hmm. that tests for pesticide, that tests for heavy metals, that tests for that vitamin shit. E, acetate, where hemp is legalized by the FDA, which there's like no testing. Right. And that's a huge thing. You can find these hemp products in gas stations. Yeah, you can find CBD. You do see a lot Yeah, more. you can CBD hemp or hemp oils in like CVS. No, Big Lots. I've mm. bought hemp shit from Big Lots what? multiple right. times. And it's like, that's not the same thing. It's not going to give you the full spectrum benefit events. Like, CBD from a female plant is going to be way different than from the hemp plant. Mm-hmm. And like, again, which is the male and plant. then also here's a whole nother thing. It is illegal to sell any hemp product that is actually indigestible. Mm. So all these like hemp CBD gummies right. and hemp CBD shit like that, you're not supposed to be um, selling it. Oh, shit. Not even the CBD waters or anything like that. That's so crazy. CBD water isn't even real. Like there is some water soluble. Yeah, like what the CBD. fuck is that? Yeah, because I've been saying so, that. Shit, so here's like, like I'm not gonna call it the brand, but here's the reality of it. You take this CBD molecule, right? That's tiny, 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 tiny. And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna chop that little that little CBD particle until it's fine, 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 mm. fine dust. And then you're gonna sprinkle that dust in the water. Well, it's water. the the cannabis is fat soluble. Well, okay. water soluble. And so now how, how are you going to regulate particles of dust in water and tell me that I'm getting this much CBD well, or that it's yeah. properly uh, homogenized? Yeah, yeah like, I, never, I, never, I never understood it. So the yeah. way that you broke it down, like, yeah, I get you. Like, when you say, like, that's nothing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, that's weird. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's a fucking, and that's, what, that's a whole other thing that's wrong with the industry is, like, like a lot of these companies just trying to benefit. It. You think people are just trying to benefit off they of, just like. They market CBD. They market, like, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's like a gold mine. Like. People don't realize this is the first time in recent history that we will see the boom of a new industry that will be bigger than tobacco, bigger mm. than alcohol. But that's kind of what I'm saying, because you can do a lot of things with the plant itself. Yeah, right? you can. It, it, so, like, here's another fun fact. Back in the 1940s, when we were going through World War, there was hemp had, for victory. I was just telling mm-hmm. him the whole fucking week. He didn't want to believe me, because uh, I'm me. He is so full of shit. Me. He didn't want to believe me. Hey, Dan didn't want to believe me, because I'm me. I was like, God Bro, damn it. I made a high history about it. I got high, and I talked about the whole thing. High history. That's dope. I wasn't even there, but I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so pretty much it was Talk weird. The U.S. government was like, yo, for this period of time, because we want the hemp to provide like uh, equipment for the like Navy. The yeah, just for certain things. Exactly. So... Because hemp can be used for everything. Yeah. Hemp's like biggest competitor. They can make plastic out of that shit, can't they? Or no? Um, or, hemp or plastic. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So, you know, there's Crazy. a bunch of ways where you, that's, that's a whole other thing because now you're talking about like packaging. If it was, if there wasn't as much regulation, I right. guarantee you a lot of these cannabis brands would love would to be use doing hemp that. packaging. It just but hemp packaging sense. isn't cheaper than Mylar bags. 
And at the really? end of the day, you're a startup company. Oh shit! You're you're trying to save as much capital as possible. Mm, right, right. You are as to be a smart I business didn't know that, person. That it was bro hemp hemp still that's is pretty, crazy. Yeah, man. What? It's bro. Look at the price of like Stephen J. A thousand mylar bags, and mm. then look at the price of like five hundred hemp packaging. Mm. It's gonna be like double the price, if not more. Damn, that's crazy. And so again, it's all about like making this industry easier for everyone to succeed. So that you can start having these ancillary business to this industry thrive. Right. And so, I mean, that's, you'll, you'll see a big change when it's um, descheduled from schedule one. Um, and then like, you know, when interstate, interstate commerce is available and like, like look at it right now. There's like, I think it's 37 states that have legal mm-hmm. cannabis use, whether it's medicinal or adult use. Um, and there's only... There's only more countries that are gonna legalize it. Oh right. shit! After the U, after the U.S. does it, right. everyone is gonna do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we kind of like then, lead the trend and shit, don't we? Or, bro, we or, we we. Am I wrong to say that? Like, <laughs> we started we like, all the bad propaganda <laughs> on, on drugs. We started all the. Jesus, that is true. That is yeah, true. We we they we, talk, we, talk, like, we, we were talking about that and too. also America's the biggest mafia around. Bro, Shh, bro. don't say that on my bro. show, man. <laughs> FBI. No, guys. fuck that. Talk that <laughs> shit. No, dude, the Amer- America does, bro. America will take your shit and then say, "Hey, I'm gonna buy it from you, bro." <laughs> take your they're shit, the- kill some people, and then say, "I." Right, hey, they're you the- want. hey, man. And then however much you want, I'm gonna give you half that. Yeah, hey, I just live mm-hmm. here. And then I might take that back. I'm gonna sell it back to you for double. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Hey. Oh shit! They're the All biggest right, so players, dog. Outside of that, um, on a different, um. On a different scale, because we did come back from like New Jersey and shit, and we covered it in a different episode. But they had the uh, a holdup because their legal process they used the word um, cannabis instead of marijuana, mm-hmm. so they can't have storefronts right now. Like, is that is the um the ling- the language of like used uh, you, in, in, yeah. like, does that, in like, language, like does that play a big role? Bro, like language like, in in can any you break ordinance. that down between the two words and what it was? Because Dan was confused and I, and I, well, I tried bro, my hardest bro, to bro, break this, it down to him, but I mean I don't even think I did it right. So yeah, <laughs> so this goes back to the marijuana and cannabis is the same thing. People right. call yes. marijuana, people call marijuana marijuana because of the bad stigma exactly, and because of all of the the reefer madness on, and all of yeah. the the bad shit, all of the propaganda. That's why marijuana is mm-hmm. called marijuana. But again, that's not the plant. the The name of the plant is yeah, cannabis. Cannabis. But how does that affect people having storefronts? Because that's their issue. They can't have storefronts over there because so of that. So I'm not. I'm not exactly familiar of, of that mm-hmm. exact situation. But right, what right. I can tell you is anything that is written. So so policy okay. is written mm. to confuse you. Mm. Mm. That's the bottom line. It's meant to be. Confusing. That makes sense. It's meant to be confusing. There is. Is there's terminology that you are unfamiliar with that doesn't need to be put in, but it is, and so um, to regarding make it sound, to there, make it sound smart, I, pro- I feel like there has to be more than just a word, right? That's keeping these people from operating or opening up. Um, but again, cannabis and marijuana, the same thing. Interesting. So the the only thing is like there's medical marijuana, mm-hmm. which again is that's really like at least in California, medical marijuana usually is related. To the medical marijuana identification card, right? Um, so that's the MMIC card, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much you go into a database and you say, "Hey, I want to use cannabis, and I want to get tax-free cannabis because I'm a medicinal patient." You get this card, and then every purchase anywhere you go, right. you get a 10.25 discount or tax discount, oh, sure. and that is because you, as a medicinal patient, are owed that. 
That yeah. is your right. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It's and your so, medicine. Like, you can do yeah, that. But what, crazy. I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> can you help me with that? Bro, look it up. MMIC, <laughs> California. It I'm is a, a website. I might have to do that shit. Now, yeah. what is better, in in your opinion, to have weed decriminalized or legal straight across? The it needs board? to be decriminalized. Okay, see. Yeah, it needs that to be. Makes, it needs yes. to be decriminalized and descheduled. It descheduled more than anything. Can what you does break that mean? The difference yeah. between the two options. Okay, so there's a scheduled one drug. Mm-hmm. The government says that that is as bad as heroin. Right. That there is no medicinal benefit. But the, like the very earlier, least yeah. you need is for the government to identify that mar- that medical marijuana or cannabis is for medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. You have to validate that, that that is okay. So then once you say, once everyone knows that that's okay, you can start doing it more. So ideally, you don't want it scheduled on anything. Why does it need to be scheduled? It's a plant. If anything, it should be looked at as agriculture. Right, right, right. Do you monitor a watermelon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Like, like why? So, I don't even know if I answered the question. I'm sorry, No, you're good. Um, Yeah. I I was just, like, breaking down the, yeah. Just a, oh shit! I dropped the blunt. Right you know. Do you have a? <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Yeah, no, I don't. We don't got it. We just, yet, we just got yet. this. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. Oh dude. shit! It went back in his hand when he no, did that. No, just saying. Um, just um, to <laughs> have it like to have it legal across the board means what? Like so, what, legalization. What the, um, like so, like right. And, like, so here's an that. here's an example. Right now, we have cannabis mm. legalization in the state of California. Which has led to regulation. Right. But if the if the FBI right. wanted to come in and shut shit down, mm. they could. Now, if it was decriminalized, like then yeah, then because what would it's happen? it's it's again federal law trumps because, yeah, state law. Right. No matter what. what now, if it was decriminalized, then what does that mean? Um, if it's decriminalized, it just state, means it just as, yeah. So like right now, in let's we'll, we'll look at um Oakland. They mm. just decriminalized psilocybin mm. mushrooms, but they're not legal. Right. You can't openly eat them. You can't openly cultivate yeah, it, them. You can't openly distribute them. Right. It's just discriminalized. That's like, all right. Again, if there's no law allowing it, it is illegal. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. In any any uh, place in America, pretty right. much. It could be different somewhere else. I'm not going to talk on that. But like, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But at least that's here. The, yeah, that's so then the why do you thing. feel it should be decriminalized personally? Besides... Because it's who, it's just it's who you med- are. um I'm a medicinal cannabis patient through right. and through. So I had cancer back in 2010. Um I'm an amputee. I got one leg, so I live in pain 24 seven all day every day. I'm never not in pain. Hmm. So cannabis helps me get out of that pain without doing narcos, without doing Vicodin. Um I was an athlete growing up, and I was addicted to Vicodin for like oh, a solid okay. period, and that was something that's like, all right, I know I can't do that. I have an addictive personality, like. There's there's things I know about myself, so I know if I can avoid that with pharmaceutical drugs, which are addictive. Yes. Why even go there? Yes. And then I would rather have an edible than feel like a zombie. Right. Because right. even then, I'm more functioning as an edible zombie than a regular like, uh, yeah, pharmaceutical I hear zombie. Mm. So, and then at the end of the day, it is just a plant, bro. When you right. look at right. why, like I wish I knew the history of mm. cannabis and why it was illegal when I was growing up, because it's literally. The, the propaganda and the demonization exactly. of the Mexicans right, right. and the black people. People yes. who, who, are, who are my community, people who are like me because of our skin, because of this is our home first, but they fucking said it's their home, so it's their home. And we're, you know, like all of that shit. Like, like you really start to think like, damn, this is fucked up, bro. And that's why it goes back to the whole white history. Mm. It's written how they want it. Right. Now it's like, nah. And it's, again, it's a... I said it earlier. Go, go, go look it up. Right, Don't listen to me. It. Like it's just it's in. You can't argue facts and you can't argue history. Right, right. And so, and then how I also look at it is like, damn, 
Did you know that before this, they did the same thing with opioids because of Chinese people in San Francisco? Yeah, hmm. yeah bro. This is this is a habit. This is a pattern it's like in a, America. Yeah, it's like a yeah. <laughs> so like it's just so, a cycling. So now, yeah. if you look at it in a positive way, so like I'll say it openly. I love psilocybin. I think psilocybin has helped me with my depression. I think psilocybin has helped me with therapy. I think psilocybin has helped me and my wife in our relationship, um, in me understanding my demons and my angels as well. And so I think that psilocybin can can heal the world. Man, mm. it's crazy because we just <laughs> recently started. I, we, me, well, me personally, I just recently started indulging in. Yeah, in well, like, last year. Definitely feel the definitely feel the definitely feel what you what, what what you say about that. Like I feel like it's helped me a little bit. I'm still like I'm still like on, on my on my journey, on my path yeah. with that. But so I far mean, it's all my experiences, like yeah. they've been real eye eye opening and real like uh kind of like just self reflecting a little bit. And it has to be like that's awesome. when you like look it, at it yeah. from like a medicinal aspect, like, hey, did that help you? Even if quote unquote like bad trip. So I don't right. like I yeah. have used psilocybin for recreational use, but I usually use it for medicinal use. Mm. Um, and I usually use it for those times where I need to figure out, like, where I need a mental reset or where I need to, like, really look at myself at that right. point in time. I mean, if I'm being vulnerable, I love psilocybin because it makes me cry. Man, mm. dude. And it's just, it's just healthy to cry. At the end of the day, if anyone's like, nah, fuck crying, you're a little bitch. Like, nah, bro, you're just a bitch where you can't acknowledge <laughs> right. that you have emotions and right. you're a human. And so it helps me do that. I mean, Dude. I grew up in a very machismo family. Right. And so I was like, yeah, this is dope. <laughs> um, but so now you look at psilocybin, it's going to follow the same route as cannabis did. Man. So this fight for cannabis started in the 70s. Mm -hmm. And so 70s to 20 or 2021. Yeah. And it's still not federally legal. So now I'm just like, all right, we got to start this fight for psilocybin because it's going to take another 30 years. Yeah, bro. Mm. But it's big. But do you Dude. see it moving faster than, than marijuana, though? I mean, it's already... No, it's not going to move. It, it can't move faster than yeah, marijuana. Because so. think no. about it. It's already legalized. There's regulations yeah. set up. Like, right. even if someone was like, yo, psilocybin's legal, it's not going to be legal to sell. It's not going to be legal to cultivate. It's not going to be legal to distribute. Because mm. right now, like, you, you wonder why all these cities don't have cannabis legislation, right? right, like, right, right. like, it's legal in the state. Why doesn't every city have it? It's because it's every city has the ability to say yes, they want to set up policy or they don't want to set up right, policy. Right, right. That's up to them. And then as far as the state decriminalizing it, that doesn't like this it's gonna be a little bit longer. I'd say probably mm. like mm, two to three years. Okay. Till it's um, you know, I mean that, that is the ultimate goal for weed or no? Do you descheduling. Descheduling. <laughs> That's right. So I love that is the same goal. That's the new one I work I learned today. Mm. Descheduling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what we have to get because right, then right. you can have like commerce and then you can have like then that adds so now you think like one thing people always got to remember is that when you legalize that you mm -hmm. open opportunity for a new industry you open opportunity for workforce development now everyone like now your economy is gonna be that much better now you're getting like hip cars and shit like that bro you can get products for everything you yeah. can do anything but so it's you know it's a process but you have to educate people like you mm. have to educate policy workers so i know um I hit up Dan the other day to send an email to Hawthorne City Council. Yeah, I was just, so, gonna, I was, yeah, I was yeah, just, yeah. I'm gonna cut you off. I was just gonna ask you, like, how, like, I know you, you recently spoke at Hawthorne City Council, um, talk about how, like, and you know, cannabis has a, um, you know, helped you, helped, yeah. helped you in, in, in your life, and how, like, how, how did that go actually? Because that was, uh, that was like on Wednesday, right? Uh, no, today's Thursday. Oh, I'm tripping. So that it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm, uh, um, no, no, you get. 
Um, it was good. So pretty much right now, Hawthorne has no cannabis um, policy, infrastructure, anything. It has nothing. And so right now, the city council also doesn't... They're not fans of cannabis. They have no one really like they don't really advocating. care for it like that yeah and then yeah. plus you have everyone in the community thinking that it's like it's terrible how yeah <laughs> and then they're thinking about the kids and all the kids are going to be addicted and that's that's how bad the stigma is like, this shit might save their life not just playing, but yo that's but that's crazy. that shit that we we're talking yeah. about like man the stigma is so yeah it's bad it's so mm-hmm. bad even ask like probably ask your grandma or your aunts or some of them and what they think and bro like, trust i mean but, it's so here's, kinda, but here's I mean, another yeah, thing nah. like <laughs> Lin, my wife pointed All this out to smoke, me. smoke, so it don't matter. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. <for> you. <laughs> like, she pointed it out to me, and it's like, yo, no wonder my mom, de- like her mom, doesn't fuck with cannabis, is because she's seen her brother arrested and thrown into jail and all this other stuff all, the, ba- like, all the bad experiences exactly, like you but know that has nothing to do with cannabis that has everything to do with how fucked up the, the system, the system is, is. Yeah, yeah. again you're gonna ruin someone's life over a plant bro they can grow shit. next to carrots right no <laughs> they can grow next to peas. tomatoes and shit yeah, like bro. that 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 is crazy yeah, talk that shit that's real that's shit wild. Right you can have that shit in your fucking back garden mm-hmm. <laughs> but and it'll probably help your fucking veggies but how? Bro, bro, I grew up with veggies. So, <laughs> but, but but how how did that how did that go? How did oh, it, went, go? it went very well. Um, so if I'm being honest, the mayor called me up. Um, so how you do is I I called like at tw- uh, like twelve and I was like, hey, I want to I want to sign up for public comment. And so they're like, okay, closer to that time, we're gonna call you, and then you get three minutes, right? And then blah blah blah. blah. So pretty much, I've done this before. Um, pretty much when you talk to city council. They're, they listen to so many people. You just got to boom, boom, boom. These are the points. These yes. are what I'm you doing. Gotta be, you got you to be real on point. Know what you're going to yeah. say. And, and so uh, they called me up. The dude called me. He was like, all right, Mr. Contreras, you got three minutes. And then he hung up on me. Oh, <laughs> I was shit. like, all right. Real, real direct. Like. And so, and so I, I called him back and he goes, I apologize, but here's three minutes. And so pretty much I was just like, hi, my name is Steven. I'm coming with you from uh, as a medicinal cannabis patient. Um, and I told my story. It's like I did here. I, you know, battled cancer. I have one leg, so I'm an amputee. I live in pain 24-7. It helps me get to my daily day life. And I said, I said, this isn't a cure. This is um, this is how I get normal. Like this mm. is my normal life. Um, and that's essentially what anyone wants. And I just reminded them like safe access is important and then please do the right thing. Yeah. And that's all. Um, and luckily there was no opposition. There was more people saying it for it. That's awesome. Mm. Um, that's, that's, we could that's, always that's, use more people speaking, but right. yeah. And essentially like what, if you really want to be, cause you said you wanted to get more in cannabis, you know, the number one way you can do that is become an advocate. Every time you can advocate for the plant, advocate for how it helps you. The reason why I'm so, I know that cannabis is going to be here forever is because there's a medicinal benefit the end of the day when something has a medicinal benefit it's mm. going to be around forever mm. so that's like once you get everyone to understand that right you open you open the floodgates and then when you understand people you know having interstate trade like why can't i sell my california weed in new york right mm. why <laughs> like there's no there's no real thing like it's a plant right like it's one of those things so there's a lot of shit to set up. But and then you also got to like remember... The whole federal stuff, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But the, so here's also another big challenge that's going to happen. How long has California been the marijuana capital of the world? Like the Forever. whole time it's been California. <laughs> Forever, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so now California is so far ahead right. of every single state, mm. every single country. We are light years ahead of them. Sure. I think light years is over dramatic, but like... 
You know what I'm saying? But we are very, but, I mean, very, very, but, very but, but you know, yes, it's not, it's not a reach saying that. I mean, and California is known for yeah, even for even more than Oregon, even more than Colorado. Like we are weed mecca of the world. Mm-hmm. So now it's like okay, we like I went to Boston and the weed culture and the weed, um, you know, policy and understanding and education right. in general and advocacy is just not there. Dang, in There's, Boston, I can yeah, Boston's feel. I feel like see, like when you really think little, about it really think about like okay how how much history is going to be taught to this community how mm-hmm. much like like yeah you're going to talk about the benefits but why don't you talk about all the people who are affected directly yeah. because of this they don't care about nothing but tom brady up in boston <laughs> but yeah <laughs> they're mad at tom brady and then of course florida fucks with them well, yeah, no. florida's weird <laughs> florida's wide open by the way if you guys want to go travel go Bro, make sure florida's you hit florida been, florida's been popping i try to convince my wife Shout out to the homie Panic. He was out in Florida. To go to Miami. She was like, no, we ain't fucking with Corona. I was like, right, it's kind of sketchy. But I don't know. The world is very normal right now. I mean, I know. It's it's kind of in a weird place right now, isn't it? I don't even know. How do you feel? Like, what's your whole, what's your whole, what's your perspective on on, on the current state of of how shit's been for the past year? Because, like you said, it's about to be a year. Can cannabis cure COVID? In your Uh, opinion? I don't think cannabis can essentially cure. It was just a crazy question. I'm, the answer yeah, was no, yes, Stephen. Yeah. Kush could save the world. I think it can save the world, though. <laughs> yeah. but I, don't, I don't think it could cure anything. Work, I'm, work, I'm working on, you know, Dan Ganja, the activist. I'm working right. on, I'm working on my shit right <laughs> okay, now. That was, a good, that was a good pitch. Yes. Oh, I believed it. I believed it. Let's go. Yeah, so. The uh-huh. answer was yes. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but it, it really was. No, yeah, it, it's it's a it can relieve anything. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. So back to the whole thing. You're like, what's the like? The cannabis industry has made a boom for the economy. Mm, right. So here's a whole other thing you want to think about. I just bought some stocks in it. So yeah, absolutely. And which ones? Um, <laughs> pull that go, shit yeah. out. Which ones and why? Yeah. I want to hear this. Here which ones go. and why? Let me, yeah. let me just get to my little... I'm not going to say that. What do you want? What do you want? Nah, because people don't like what I'm on. So <laughs> I don't be saying that. Oh, um, you don't want to say it too much? Uh, the sundial growers that just... It, it, okay. was, it was all over Twitter and shit like that. And then I've been... Love and hate with um, is it T- Tilray? I'm I'm not too sure how to pronounce that shit. Oh, that's a big one. Um, yeah, Tila. it's. I don't want to say it's Tillamook. Tilray or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, it's been left hate, but they got bought out by um by this other one that Afria, and they're all based in Canada. So it's like, man, what the fuck? Do what I need you... to go to Canada or? No, Canada had uh legalization first, but can the uh Canadian cannabis industry is trash. I'm. I'm not saying it is. I'm just. Hey, no, I I'm mean just buying their stuff. If I'm being, if I'm being 100 right when now, when does Cali get into the stock game? Then you only you gotta keep oh, it 100. Be, you can't until, like, puff, puff, so here's pass. another thing. Like, what is How the does industry that work need? In? Yeah, no. So what the industry needs is banking. Okay. And right now you can't bank when you sell a scheduled one drug. Sounds like you I need can't to open get up credit. Bank. No, you <laughs> can't get any of that. So once you once you allow banking, mm. you open up the industry as well. And How would it work? If we had a um, cryptocurrency, the Kush coin. It's illegal right now. I, I, I was just joking, man. Like, oh, no, 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 because it, no, that's how fucked up regulation is. Right, is like, right, like people it, so it, like, it is like for real, for real. Illegal bro, it's to a real that. thing. Like, you fuck? cannot, you cannot use a credit card. So I, here's the thing: you can't use a credit card at a dispensary. Any way, you look, any way you look at it, through regulation, you can't do it. So what some credit cards company try to do is like, <laughs> all right, I'm the customer. I'm gonna go to. Dan Ganja Bank, mm-hmm. and he's gonna Hell give me yeah. he's gonna give me forty four coins. 
to buy $44. But even like these are sold like, you know, in black market. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, what? Well, you could trade these shits technically for, oh man, some kush. But no, um, you're right. To do it the right <coughs> way. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's my job. I always right. talk about legal right. market. Right. That's what I do. If I Hell yeah. <coughs> if I start telling you trap secrets. Come on, man. The FBI's this, really we can't be, that's the podcast, man. That's, that's the post, man. That's the post podcast. Yeah, no, that is. But still, that... That, that's just crazy to think about because you can buy all these stocks, but majority are, are based in Canada, from what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just looking at the wrong ones. But mm. no, it is. That's that's what you can trade is okay. Canadian stock. Damn, I was like, why can't we get LA? But soon, pretty soon. We need banking. Hopefully. That's that's a bomb. Yeah. We need banking. And how how do we go about getting banking? It's got to be deschedulized de- first. Okay, so we have to start there. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what people, like, people keep trying God to fucking get legalization. It's just a fucking it loop system that leads you back to having to get that's that. That's America. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving to Canada. This is awesome. I'm, oh, I'm, this. Tr- I'm trying to move to New Zealand. Is, there it is. Hey. Hey. They're like one of the top freest countries. Now you're talking right there. <laughs> you're just giving me places to go. I need to get my passport. Right. That's number one. Uh, Outside of that, Dan, do you have any more questions for our guests? I'm trying to... I'm trying to I'm trying to double check really quick. Please, please Well I'm gonna um, do I'm gonna do shameless plugs. Do what you gotta um, do. Shameless plugs. plugs. On, on February 14th. Shameless plugs. <laughs> <laughs> we have a romance mic drop in by Pretty Papes. It's a nine track album. Um it is dope. It is him doing music that he wants. This is a follow-up um project to Cuddle Season. Um when I first started managing Pretty Papes. That was the first me- one I went to. Yeah, yeah, cuddle season. Way, so, yeah. so hear me out how everything works out. And we did do a behind the scenes about this. So, um, he made this, he made cuddle season for his, uh, his girl at the time, Janet. And he was like, yo, I made this for my girl, like, Valentine's Day. What do you think? I was like, yo, but put that shit out, dog. I was like, it's good music. He was like, oh, there's samples. I was like, put it out. We'll take it down if we need to. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so he put it out and it did good. And he was like, man, this makes me happy. Like, this is music that I want to do. And I was like, okay, that's tight. I want you to do what you want to do. But hear me out. You can only do love music to a certain demographic, mm. unless you are one hundred percent going to be that demographic, which that involves like being having more of your life involved in your artistry and like like really playing your character even more. I was like, you should be pretty papes, and then like cuddle season is like only during February. Right. It's like every February, you know, papes is going to drop something romantic and get you in the love vibe. Right. But that's not that's who like, he is. Like it's part like of fucking, him. Um, that's like when you really want to get to know artists. Yeah, yeah. He gives it to you. You digest it. And you're like, okay, man, this guy's about love. This guy's yeah. about his mm. girl. This guy's about good bars and good taste in yeah. music. Good like beat selection. So it's like one of those things. And so uh, this is what he's dropping, and it's pretty tight. We did a lot. Uh, we're having a like I said, private release party. Um, we have two features. Everything is pretty much in house. Um, all the producers are in house. Uh, only two. Features or females, and it's Zay and Devereaux. Um, shout out to Zay. Yeah, shout out another plug. Zay is dropping her EP on the 22nd. That's right. Yeah. Finally. I, I, know, I, know, I know she was having like some issues with that. For sure. I'm happy for her, man. Yeah. I, tracked the, I tracked that project for yeah, her. Yeah, I know. Like, You're she, on the metadata. I man, saw it. She's awesome, man. Zay's doing Energy. great things. Shout out to her. I'm very excited for her, too. I'm glad that got figured out. Yeah. I'm glad you're helping her with that. I'm glad, like every like it's it's all working out, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, man. I think Zay has a Zay has a lot of potential. She's Fuck a yeah. grinder. She's a hustler. I think she's got to, uh, you know, tap in to herself even more. I know it's uh, always room for growth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always told her always that her singing is better than her rapping. Hmm. I fuck with her rapping though. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even like that. It's like, I just I got, believe that I, you I got, can... I got some rap tracks with her that, yeah. that we might drop later. <laughs> no, like I said, the rapping stuff is good. Yeah, yeah. But I always want the best out of the people that I believe Fuck in. yeah. And when I hear something in someone's voice, I'm going to be like, do it more. Fucking run with it. Right. And so it's like, that's why I even said with Papes' project, I liked Cuddle Season. Yeah. And I was like, if this is what you want to make, commit to it. Is that new shit um, smooth? Is that is that on the project? That is the project. That was we, the we were just playing. We were just playing that when we were getting ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get trying to get that That's familiar with like some of the artists and you like yeah. That one was yeah. That one that was definitely a vibe, bro. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So I it's like, all it's all groovy shit. Like I said, right. me and him, we love production. Mm. He even started producing. So too smooth. He produced. <clears throat> nice. He produced two tracks on his own project, and he picked up producing over um, quarantine. That's awesome. So it's like you know I'm encouraging all types of growth. It doesn't matter if it's like. It goes back to the why did Steven start editing? <laughs> why did Pave start producing? Because he didn't. He wanted something that people weren't making. Right, right. right and right. so it's a. Uh, it's you know it's cool seeing everyone develop and shit. Oh, yeah. um, I also got uh, I got a track OTF with Daniel James. Daniel James is one of the producers um, on the roster. He's dropping. We're dropping the third song of a little EDM trilogy we got going oh, on. Nice. Okay. Supersonic lasers. That's over like twenty k, twenty one k on Spotify. Then we got um, Mufasa. That, yeah, I was gonna say, is that King. is that part of is that part of the is that part of the thing or is that a different as a trilogy? Yeah, yeah, okay, it's the same yeah, thing. Mufasa, Daniel, yeah, I heard, yeah, because yeah, I heard Mufasa. Yeah. And then we got we got Boy dropping on mm. um, the nineteenth. Okay. And so then Noah James also has Rose music video um, dropping on the seventeenth. Right. And then Young Devereaux, she's got a song dropping on the seventeenth as well called Angels. Yeah. So that's her first single being put out through Create Digital and through a machine and doing all that shit. So. Nice. Yeah, man, we working, bro. Yeah, shout out to Creative Digital too. I didn't expect too. February to be this busy. Right. <laughs> hey, fuck busy, it. busy's good, man. Busy's fuck better man. than bored, man. Yeah, facts. Shout out to you guys. Staying, shout- produ- staying consistent. Shout mm-hmm. out to Old Ass Filthy. Shout out to everybody, mm-hmm. bro. Everybody, sure, bro. dog. Um, really quick, just before we wrap it up, I wanted to ask because I saw this on your story. What is this um, virtual town hall that's taking place on March fourth? What is that? Yeah, so um, because I, LBC- I saw you're on there, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm moderating the panel. Um, so. The LBCA has a um, compassion cannabis program, which gives tax-free um, product to MMIC cardholders and medicinal okay. patients. So the uh, the nonprofit organization that partnered with us is called Dear Cannabis. Um, it's ran by two amazing young ladies who are extremely passionate about um, giving away free product to people in need. Okay. Um, the, the, even the logo of Dear Cannabis is written by the founder's mom. And it was Dear Cannabis, why it saved my life or how it helped me and all this stuff. So that's her life passion. And so what we're doing is we're trying to call everyone to let them know that one SB 34 passed. And that is how we can get tax-free cannabis to people. Um, And then we're also going to have doctors and professionals on this panel. And we will talk about every type of um, medicinal purpose for cannabis. And so we have a list of questions that we're super excited. And um, it's all going to be through Zoom. And we're going to have breakout rooms. And so it's going to be pretty tight. Oh, Virtual sure. events okay, is... Yeah. Just kicking more knowledge. To it. Yeah. I mean, again, more education, the better. You said when? March 14th, right? No, March, March, 4th, March 4th. March 4th. March 4th. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm so, sorry. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's still Zoom. quite a way, but it's it's yeah, coming yeah, up. Still. You know, something to mark, mark on the that calendar. Down, yeah. yeah. We usually do a clubhouse every Thursday at 8. And we talk about it. And, you know, we talk about cannabis in the community. I know you guys need, are on Clubhouse, yeah. Yeah, I'm on Clubhouse. Yeah, I saw yeah. that, and so I need to tap in on. Um, I need to tap into one of those. Yeah, yeah, and we just we just talk cannabis. We answer questions. Um, we talk about social equity issues. We talk about all this kinds of mm. shit. Not only just cannabis compassion, but right, right, right. Anything we because we have all kinds of professionals who hop in, and you know, at the end of the day, we all want to learn too. So right. we let people like talk, share the stage. Right, right, right. Cool. Fuck yeah, yeah. Man. awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to ask that really quick, and um, 
just off the top of my head, do you have any like favorite strains do you, that you per, that, Bro, you, that you um, like to smoke at all? Yes. I know that's a, like a weird question because there's so many now, and like it's just like what? if someone asks me specifically what I want, if I could have any weed, it is going to be D thirty three from Green Dragon. Um, mm. that we I just smoked that. Smoke green, yeah. We just for smoked me, that. My boy Arson. That that has been the best and the most consistent high that I've had with strain. Um, and so I just fuck with it. I can't tell you like what exactly because like you know you just know when you're high as you're like yeah. fuck this you, is this, this is amazing yes. right? yeah and you're like why you're just like ah, it is just not, yeah. like, I just feel so much better like that's yeah. how I've been regularly but I also I fuck heavy with you know I'm a blunt guy I'm a backwood guy so mm. I do 805 glue and wedding cake from Pacific Stone you just okay. throw it in a blunt you can get an uh at a shop I go to you can get it for like a hundred bucks for an ounce nice and I roll backwoods all day so it's like. Put in the leaf. You prefer a backwoods? That's how that, that's what you smoke? So when I look at backwoods, one, I look at backwoods as a craft. So you know backwoods is like a California thing. It's like a LA thing. They're not smoked mm. everywhere. They're not rolled everywhere. Right. Granted, kind of people do it, but it's not a thing. So yeah. I went to Boston and I rolled a wood and the guy was like, and I rolled top shelf. I rolled top shelf in a wood <laughs> and I smoked it with some people from Boston. And this was before the pandemic. This was like February. Right. And, and I was like, damn, I do want to be known as that guy who can go to any place and roll a good cigar size backwood that's like damn i smoke with this fool from long beach like those long beach weed guys it sounds like we have a challenge after this (laughs) and so yeah i mean i roll cigars i look at my wood is like i'm gonna smoke this for 15 minutes and Mm. and i'm gonna hold it right and i'm gonna torch it and like like me and my wife love smoking backwards man we can just lay in bed and smoke woods all day. That's what we do. One thing I'm ashamed to say. Dan can't roll that, back with his yeah. life, man. Hey, it just takes, bro. I can roll. Dan, the guys, it's, it's, it's not that practice, man. And hold on. And hold on. Hold on. And hold on. It's not that. yourself. Go ahead. Wear it. And hold on. It's not that I can't roll. It's probably, I just I just haven't given the time. Like, I just like, I, I, whenever, I, whenever I'm whenever I'm a smoking blunt, I smoke a Dutch. Like, that's just yeah. how it's always been for me or for, for or at least for a long time. Nah, man. You were smoking Swishers. Come on. Hey, we were all smoking Swishers. Shut up. I ain't never smoked a Swisher in my life. Yeah, shut up. But yeah, but but I think you're inspiring me to really want to master how to do that shit. rolling a goddamn backwood. I think it's not hard, man. 2021, really I'm, I'm gonna get it down. I'm gonna send you a video. All right, I'm make a video. I'm gonna make a video bro, like how you made. Go to my IG. A, oh, that's filthy. I've been watching it. The IGTV is how to roll a backwood. I've been watching. He's it, been bro. studying it, taking notes. I've been trying to study. <laughs> I'm like, working, man. I'm like, man, I got this shit. Cause I got mad OCD, so I feel like my blunt's gonna come out. Wow. Like I'm gonna be on that shit. And, and when you when you, I'm gonna tell you the only tip, and this tip actually came from Pretty Papes. The most important thing you got to focus on is the tuck. That's if all you but, care, but that's with everything. All that's you with care everything. about, yeah. And if, you, if you're focusing on the wood, and you're like, all right, I just got to get this tuck perfect, yeah. it's gonna fall into place. Right. The tuck is definitely everything. That's always everything. Because you could also like cone a wood, kind of, mm-hmm, and really then just like fix it. You can. Yeah. You can. I, I have seen that. I've seen the way Scooby Rose is. Uh, Roll his backwoods sometimes. Those shits look like damn near baseball bats. And it looks like... That's shape. what's up. That's so it's wood. like... Yeah, it's like, hell yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, I, man. I mean, not to be a dick, but looking at this joint, and I was like, nah, you, you don't know how to roll no backwood. <laughs> uh, Bro, that's fine. But hey, you but, see that? You see and that, don't take that shit from him. Don't yeah, take nah, that shit. I was just saying, I was like, but you never know. Like, Did you also see how quickly I rolled those joints? Nah. Hey, he did. Joints you did that shit. That was one of the factors I, I was going to play that factor into. It was fast. <laughs> also, it was just a joint, like, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? We had nothing but blunts around us. It was whatever. Oh, but, all right. my God. After but this I, shit. But I but, will um, admit, if I'm fast with my woods, it does. It looks pregnant. It's a pregnant mm. wood. <laughs> hey, That's what it is. Hey, no, nothing wrong is. with things being pregnant. Just know that <laughs> when it's at that spot, if I don't hit it, then I'm mad. Hey. hey. And you're mad at it. 
All right, man. So before we wrap this up, we have a we have a game that that Scooby uh, created for the Puff Puff Pass podcast. It's called uh, the Puff Puff and Pass. No, it, no, no, it's called Puff Puff and Pass. Bro. Okay, my bad. Right, I, so. Oh, you see how mad he gets? I, get, I always right. get it wrong. He gets get shit right. He gets yo. so upset right, every right. episode. This is episode eight, and I you get still so don't mad understand because, the game. Yo, I get so mad because this man in episode one said, I'm going to be the face. Scooby's just here just to be the brain. Cool. That is so, we'll be the face and get this shit right, man. So Come on. Bullshit. Shit. Look at, hey, look at this guy. But anyways, oh, damn, um, outside of that, the Where rules did of the salt game. Where come from? <laughs> my left pocket, bro. Like, yeah, um, hey, Scooby is a different man with the mic. Oh, shit. But uh, all right, all right. Anyways, man. Rules of the game. Rules of the game. We're going to give you three names. Okay. You're going to puff and puff with two of these names. You're going to pass on one. But why are you passing on the third one? You know what I mean? So we're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna give what, you three what, names. What are the okay? What are the puff puff like? What is the category? Category is just like random people that we have that we think you might like. You know what I mean? Like just based off of who you who you are, what you stand. With, you know what I mean? So we're gonna give you three people that we think you would want to sit and smoke with, pretty much. Oh, and you're it. gonna pick two of those to smoke with, and then the third one that you say you don't want to that, that you why pass I don't, on. Okay, okay. Why are you, like, yeah, you passing on the show? For sure. All right, who do I want to smoke with? So, so, so who you had to say you had like a few names in mind? Right? I have two. So okay, all right, you have so. Two. I'm a, and these are hypotheticals. Okay. They're not going to say no. They don't want to. Whatever. Um, yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Okay. And then um, Burner. Mm, hold on, we, hold on. And then, and then here's and then just, here, yeah. And then here's mine to complete that. Uh, since we were talking about like Super Bowl and everything, like, uh, Tom Brady. I would probably rather smoke with Tom Brady, and then I probably. <laughs> I I would pass on burner. Okay. Nice. Okay. Think about think about this now. Nancy Pelosi. Right. She is like essentially protected. Yeah. She knows some shit. Mm. She does. When you get someone high enough, they will talk about anything. And that's kind of what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> but you know, hey, yeah. Essentially, I was like, bro, do I really want to share a high with Nancy? I was like, got nothing in common. She's not I was saying like, no to this high but either. I was like, like, wait, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get something out of it. But not yeah. even that, but you get a whole blunt to learn about this person. And then yeah. you, you, for your, you know, aspect, you can always convince them, hey, this is the benefit of it. Like, you see how we are. You know what I mean? It's nothing yeah. bad type shit. Like, but yeah, no, that's, that is crazy. I, and I then like Burner, Burner, uh, just because I know some industry shit. And it's like, okay. ah, I don't really so want to like, ah, all right. Yeah. All right. He's, he's probably a great dude. I, if I were right. to talk with him, I think he could probably share a lot of amazing things with me. Mm. I'm not saying he can't, but I'm saying the GOAT, Nancy Pelosi or Burner. Right. I'm sorry, G. I'm oh, sorry, B. <laughs> sorry, B. Hey, well, I respect that. Yeah, no, I'm not mad at I that. I like that. I like that. I hey. might have done the same. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man. Well, I hope you had just as much fun as we did, bro. Because I For think real. this was a great yeah. episode. Great I think conversation, you, man. I think you gave a lot of knowledge. I think you put a lot of things in perspective uh, for people that don't really smoke a lot of weed or don't mm-hmm. smoke, uh, you know, cannabis, however you want to word it. Yeah. Um, and. And yeah, man, I just I I think we we're both very thankful and just uh, appreciative of your time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we, you. we know Thank you're a busy man, here. right? Absolutely. Um, and um, yeah, on man. The, yeah, no. Hey, on that note, I just finished up rolling mine. I'm gonna let you guys finish up rolling yours. It's been the Puff Puff Pass podcast. Scooping Dan. All right, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Peace. <laughs> Sweet and